Sup, y'all? Dionys Podcast in the place to be. We got the halftime of the show, man. Yo, 59 to 57. I thought the Knicks were going to get their ass bust in this game, man. We're going to talk about it. Like the head here go. Shout out to Geraldine in the chat. Shout out to everybody that was on Spaces the other day. We got a chance to look at it on Spaces. Now you're on YouTube checking it out. Uh, we will we'll probably do Spaces again. I don't know if we're going to do it tonight. But, um, you know, we got State in the building getting ready for him to come on in a second. But, um, you know, got to do the halftime stats and stuff and, and all this. So let's make this a little bit bigger. Check out the first half stats. Like I said, 59 to 57 for the Knicks. You know, anyway, let's look at the first quarter summary here. The first quarter summary, it was 28-28, uh, 29 to 31. So, I mean, listen, man, the Knicks are, uh, they, they haven't beat Utah, you know, in a while. You know, State will tell you about that in a second. But um, the Knicks don't play well at home and they play good on the road. So, you know, this this team is crazy, stressful, super stressful team to, to follow, man. But these are our Knicks. Game charts. Check it out. Shot chart for the Knicks, man. This is typical Knicks right here. So the Knicks finally are playing their game, so which is odd. So, you know, we get we get a lot of three-point shots. There's a lot of X's there. Um, a lot of in-between shots. We got a lot of shots at the paint. So everything is very balanced. So we're playing our game tonight. So that's why we, we're able to keep it close with these guys. Utah is basically um, doing the same thing. They're shooting a lot of threes too, but it seems to, to me that they're making more higher percentages just based off the shot chart there. So let's make it smaller here. Take a look at the biggest lead. Knicks actually had the biggest lead at one point by 12. Utah led by five. Longest run was 12. They tied eight times, and they had 13 lead changes. So this is going to be a good game, um, at least for the second half. Third quarter of death is coming. We all know what that's about. Uh, rebounds about even, 30 to 26. Uh, 12 assists. The Knicks are leading in assists today. That's odd. You know, I guess because I, I th- is Conley playing? I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I kind of was just watching the game but not really looking at the numbers and stuff. But um, six steals for the Knicks, which is crazy. Only one steal for Utah. Uh, three blocks for Utah, which is also crazy because they don't have Gobert, so that's interesting. Um, two turn, I mean, excuse me, um, seven turnovers to six turnovers, 43% from the field, 45% from the field. That's about even three point percentage. They both are not really shooting well, 23 and 16. Uh, free throw percentage is about even. So, uh, points in the paint, the Knicks are winning points in the paint, which is odd again, 28 to 24. Uh, second chance points, the Knicks are dominating, completely dominating. That stat, and that's because of Mitch Robertson. He's had a lot of putbacks, a lot of um, you know, just shots right at the rim, you know, just getting the ball right at the rim and just finishing, you know. So, a lot of you know, whatever, man. Well, I, State is here today, so we um, we're gonna talk about that enough, man. But I'm not. You guys all know me, man. I'm not a fan of of Mr. Mitchell Robertson, but um, he is what he is. He's not completely horrible. He's a good um center, serviceable, serviceable does what he's supposed to do. Uh. I don't know what else I could say here with that, man. I, I guess I put the box score up just so um so um state will have something to go off of a little bit. But state is here. He's about to sit down. Let me say what's up to everybody. You got Geraldine, you got Big Task. Um, yeah, man, pay that man. Lord help me. Julius um Blum is here. And I'll hold off on the rest of it because I see there's a lot of paragraphs there. But yo, Mr. State is in the building. What's good, my brother? Yo, what's up, brother? Pay pay yeah. Mitch. Pay Mitch. I see yeah. pay Mitch. Amen. Yeah, man. Yo, I, I'm not with it. You know I'm not with it, man. Yo. Uh, go ahead. I got something to say, man. Emmanuel Quickly is not a point guard. Um, I'm not saying that take no more. Um I, I did yo, out of all the kids, bro, like I dislike his game. Like I've grown to really dislike Emmanuel Quickly's game. 
And it's like the simple stuff. I'll give you an example. It was on a fast break. Quickly takes a contested three, dog. Obi and Cam Wright is running. I know you seen the play. Yeah. I know you seen it. They running. I'm like, quickly, find your man. He takes dumb shot after dumb shot. I don't know what is wrong with you, man. You quickly, bro. He playing like trade bait. He playing like who? He playing like trade bait. That's what I call him, trade bait. Trade bait? Yeah, he playing like trade bait. <laughs> you know, well, you know, since you brought it up, speaking of trade bait, what do you think about this um, CJ McCollum stuff, man? Because I, I, I devoted a whole podcast to it. I kind of went hard a little bit. You know, I, I talked about everything. But, you know, what's, what's your take about it? Um, Simple. If it's to consolidate the vets, then I'm all in. Um, If you're trying to trade kids for them, I'm, I'm good. I'm, that is stupid. Okay. Well, you know, I, br- right. I bring this up to you now because you, you just said IQ sucks, right? IQ is like he's just bugged out. I'm not, nah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm angry with him right now. I, like, you know, I, I love all the kids. I'm just really pissed off with him right now. Good to you. I feel you. All right, but here's, here's the trade. People are still upset about it. They, they, it's like, this is what annoys me about just Knicks fans in general. Like, like, like CJ McCollum is a good player. You know, so, mm-hmm. but we're not talking about trading RJ for him. We're not talking about trading Mitch for him. You know, or Grimes or anything like that. We're not talking about trading those guys. The trade that I put up, right? You know, like I said, I'm, I'm just a guy. So I, I'm talking about Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, and um, Kemba Walker. Those three players for for CJ McCollum. Would you do that? I would do that, but that is they they they'll never do that trade, and because you, you they're they're gonna want value. Those three players that you just named don't bring them no value. So I think I think Ely, you gotta give up quickly. And uh, first, and Burks. And something else. It's tough though. It's tough though. Like, like that whole CJ McCollum thing is like, um, if it consolidates vets, like I said, like let's do it. If it's not consolidating vets and you want to just, you know, trade kids for them, that is stupid. You know, like I'm, I'm not interested in chasing a play in right now. Well, the, the thing about it, we have to match up salaries, so that that's that's it right there. Because you can't you can't put a bunch of kids together to get CJ McCollum because it's not going to equal to $30, 30 million dollars. You're gonna have to put like five guys in there just to get cl- a little bit close to um to thirty million. So that's 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 not the case. So the, these three guys the consolidating invest. You did say that. So Burks, Noel, and Kemba is consolidating. How it works is the Knicks have extra draft picks, man. So we will have to drop in a first at least, you know, and then you know let's say. You know, Portland might be might be looking to bring Kemba in there for like um you know veteran leadership, Burke's veteran leadership, Noel veteran leadership, for the simple fact that they have a lot of young guys there, and um, you know they're kind of trying to make the playoffs too. You know after they made their their little trade to to get um you know uh, what's the name that that kid off the that dude off the roster to um to to, to the Clippers. What, what what's the guy's name? The the shooting guard, um, Norman Powell. Excuse me, Mr. Norman? Powell. Yeah. Right. Um, so they got power off the roster to give the, um, their own young guy, you know, Anthony Simmons, you know, time to play. So I'm thinking that maybe they might might need some vets off the bench just to help, you know, with that a little bit. And also Kemba Walker comes off the bet um, the books after a while. Burks also come off the books. Same thing with Nolan's Noel. You know, it's not it's not like a full thirty million dollars. They still could break it up and maybe make a move later on and all that type of stuff. You know, so that's where I'm looking at it. But also too, I, I acknowledge the fact, like you said. That they, they're probably going to need some extra spice along with that. So, 
you know, um, we, we definitely want New Orleans Noel off this fucking team. You know what I'm saying? Kemba Walker, we want off the fucking team too. Alec Burks, out of the three, is the only one that that um that I can make a case to keep him around, just for the simple fact that, you know, he's a journeyman. So, um, my idea was to put not only IQ but Obi as well in there with New Orleans Noel and Kemba. Now you're not talking no picks. Maybe a second round pick for CJ McCollum. Not doing that. Not well, listen. Sure. You you also said the IQ sucked, right? So now, so now you you um this is for Obi. Um, I'm not I'm not trading. I'm not giving. That's too much. That's too many positive assets. I'm not giving them all that. Where, where's the positive asset in that? If if you want to get rid of Burks, Noel, Kemba, and um you you just said quickly it's like eh, so where's the positive but, asset? But see, that's the difference in um that's the difference between like my daily and and, and yours. See me. Like you, all right. So, what play out of those three is po- is a positive asset for the Blazers right now? None of them. Um, you want to be honest? So that's why I said, I think I, I, it was a ridiculous trade, but I said Randall, uh, Randall Nerlens. I think Randall Burks or Nerlens, and, and quickly and like the future um, lottery protected first. For Anthony Simmons and CJ McCollum, but I know they're not giving up Anthony. That's Simmons. not happening though. That's not happening. Happen. And also, money wise, that don't work either. Money wise, that, that just doesn't work. Yeah, I, I didn't do that trade on the trade machine. I ain't even gonna hold you up. Yeah, because <laughs> like just to paraphr- paraphrase a little bit, that's that's gonna be like over forty, like uh, close to fifty million. And um, what's the name? This this team, um, the Portland Trailblazers. That that's not even forty million. I, I'm just off the top of the head. So you know, the, you gotta close the gap with the salary and stuff. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. And also, too, if you're gonna trade Julius Randle for for um CJ McCollum, the age wise, that doesn't work either. That doesn't make any sense. No. So the, the only way it makes sense if if we get CJ to be here with with Randall, RJ, Fournier, and and Mitch. Oops. I'm damn sure don't want to see that. I'm good. <laughs> Listen to me, man. Listen to me. This, this, this what I, I, that's what I don't get. Like CJ McCollum is a 20 point a game scorer for like the last okay. six seven years, bro. Cool. Right. Okay. 20 point a game score for the last six, seven years, right? You're talking mm-hmm. about uh, Julius Randle, that is an 18 and 10 guy at the moment. RJ Barrett is going to be a Hall of Famer, right? Right. Then you got Mitchell Robinson, who, who everybody wants to pay, uh, give him his money this year. So those those are four good players. And Fournier, you know, could come off the bench and uh, and maybe maybe start Cam Reddish. You know, you start Cam Reddish. So this, listen now, you got um, Julius Randle at the four, Cam Reddish at the three, right? You're talking about. Um, Mitchell Robinson at the uh, five. CJ McCollum will, will be like the lead guard, not necessarily point guard, because because remember we're also running the offense through RJ, and then then you got um, RJ at the two. You know you like it, so I don't know why you fight. <laughs> I don't know why you fight. I know you like it. Oh, but like at the end of the day, it's like like I would love I I would like to see that, but I don't see the point in us chasing a playing. This team is trash. We are devoid of talent. The whole Eastern Conference had gotten better. And it's like, like I, I, I don't know. Because I personally like CJ McCullum. Like I like I like his game. He right. takes good shots. And um I've seen him play point guard a little bit for Portland, just a little bit. But you know, it's man, I'm good on the play in right now. Listen, man. RJ will, is running the offense, right? Our, um Julius Randle will be the third option. And CJ McCollum will probably be your lead guard leading into the fourth quarter as um as like your pseudo go-to guy because we don't have nobody else. With Fournier still on the roster, 
and we got Mitchell Robinson still. We got Derrick Rose still on the roster. <sighs> Evil, you got to catch me on a good day, man. Today not a good day. <laughs> you got to catch me on a good day. I, I can't. I can't. Catch me on a better day, man. You know, it's it's not the best deal. You know, you know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm just thinking of the dude. Like like we we do need a point guard, but more than anything, we just need somebody that's not a a complete um like like uh, a zero. Like Kemba Walker's giving us nothing, and then we got Emmanuel quickly coming off the bench, giving us nothing. You you know what I'm saying? So th- those are two like negatives right there. But you insert CJ McCollum into that mix. Now you got a legit 20 point a game score that you have to guard or else he's going to torture you. You know? And and he's 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 a, a willing passer. He's going to find Randall and RJ. You know, if if RJ passes it to him to him something's going to happen. You know, this this is like wishful thinking. And it also pushes Fournier out the mix like I said, he can come off the bench all that all that all that type of thing. It depends, so, man. It, it depends. It depends. Oh. That's yeah. where I'm at with it. Like I'm I'm not saying yes, but I'm not saying no. <laughs> so, but um, Yo, this is alarming. Uh, 14 minutes, two points, one assist, two turnovers, 16% from the field in the first half. This man continuously tries to play a journeyman shooting guard at point guard. Um, if we lose this game, um, Dodd, that's on Tibbs, bro. You yeah, see- but you, you didn't trade for CJ McCollum. That's why. That's why Brooks is out there. We scored 57 without CJ McCollum. <laughs> so obviously offense ain't the problem. Well, offense is because offense is the problem, man. Yo, can I ask you a question? Is sure, sure. Cam Reddish the first young player you've seen in a long time cut to the basket? Or am I or am I bugging? Yeah, it looks I mean he does some he does things that like we just don't have a guy to do it that does that stuff. So when he does it, it's like you you can't help but see it. You know, it's like like uh, like he's flickering a light in our eyes. Oh shit! What the fuck was that? Did he just you know get back on defense? Did he just like strip a guy half court and go almost go on coast to coast on him? Did he just almost do that? You know. <laughs> so, uh, we'll we'll see, man. Um, just IQ and Burks need to play better, man. They oh my god, that was that was one of the worst halves I've ever seen from quickly. Like, <laughs> I don't know about that, man. Quickly's been playing straight. Like like shit for like a while, wow. man. Even right now, right now he has five, three, and three. So the, the second half did start again, man. So I, I don't know if you got the game going. Where, where you at? No, I actually have to uh, go back to my good old TV. <laughs> go go <laughs> off stage. Okay. Um, yeah, let, let 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 me let me get back into this game. If you want, I could join in on spaces, so I could like uh, give you a play by play. But you know. I, I don't know, man. Quickly. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, close the thoughts before you take a break. Cause if, if you want me to do spaces, I'll drop the spaces on there, and we can do the spaces just so so you can watch the game and uh, still get in. Yeah, let's, let's do it. But, you know, my closing thoughts, man, try to win the fucking game. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Try to win the damn game. Please. Yeah, yeah we'll see what happens, man. Definitely. All right, All right dog, man. Send me the link. Appreciate y'all guys in the chat. Thumbs up. Big ties. And Eru Mitch is spazzing right now. Yo, Mitch is only doing this. Mitch doing this because Eru was talking shit yesterday, man. He's talking. Yeah, but shit. yeah, who was he playing against right now? He's playing oh, on the week. Oh man, you see he, how you do this? Wait, yo, who man, was I, the starting? Uh, who was the starting um, center? Azabuki, whatever his name is. Ah, you act like I'm disagreeing with you. We've been <laughs> this narrative one, bitch. He always killing no name. We ain't, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, I get you. All right, man, I see y'all fellas, man. Let me go watch this goddamn team and this horrible offense, man.
right. I got your state. See you in a few. Right. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I'm watching the game, guys. You know, so Knicks are playing good right now. This is the, this is the third quarter. We're starting to lose the lead and stuff. So, um, I don't know. <laughs> I know he wants to say something about Mitchell Robinson, but like I said, we've been talking about it. Too. He agrees with that take, too, that, that Mitchell Robinson kind of preys on the week and stuff like that. Anyway, we got our base side. Uh, Junior here was, was good, my man. Uh, McKill running the point for RJ. Randall would be fire. Yeah, but, you know, it, it comes down to this. Um, Tibbs wants uh, Randall to run the point, right? So he's going to be doing point guard actions like normal. That's not going to change. Um, the fans want RJ to run the, um, run the offense. He's currently doing it right now, right? So what we need, we need that extra guy. To um to give us that that dynamic coming off um you know in the perimeter, so getting CJ McCollum in that scenario will be nice. Uh, convincing Portland to to accommodate us, and that is a whole different story, man. So it's just for talking shits and giggles and stuff, man. So um anyway, if anybody wants to jump in on um on Twitter Spaces, we'll do the, we'll do the Twitter Spaces thing, and so I'll um I'll actually make it while I'm talking, and um we can get that popping. And so I'm gonna put the the game back on. Not the game, excuse me. The um, the uh, points and stuff, so people can see what the score is while they're following along here. Uh, you know, shout out to the chat. You know, I know I kind of ignored you guys a little bit um for the last few podcasts. That's only because you know the the um Twitter spaces got a little got a little hectic a little bit. But um, you know, I, I can see you guys. Please do not stop um messing around with the chat. So um, because uh, Twitter spaces is not popping for me like like that. You know. But, um, you know, definitely, you guys are definitely a big part of the show, man. So right now, the Knicks are down 66 to uh, 58. Uh, Utah just got the rebound. Right now, I'm at the 10-minute mark. Uh, you got, oh, man, number 11 just got Azubuki. Azubuki almost tried. He had to travel. I guess he didn't get off the ground. But he just got a nice little dunk. So now Utah Jazz is officially up by 10. So this is the third quarter of death. Now we are in here. <laughs> let's get it Let's get it popping, man. So let, let, me, um, let me see if I can get this Twitter spaces going here on the side while the game is playing that's a beautiful thing about um you know social media man and and just like the technology we have now the things that we could do now this is like network television man <laughs> you know what i'm saying i got a whole um stream going here i got the got i could do basically everything on the side here um i can communicate with with people all over the world in thailand and fucking the philippines and shit and um, now I'm about to go on Twitter and, and hook up twitter to um to the computer to to the stream too it's just it shit is bugged out man so um, Twitter, I'm going to say goodbye to you because Twitter's right now um, watching along. So I'm going to say goodbye to Twitter. So if anybody's watching on Twitter, you can um, check out the, the Twitter spaces and, um, you know, you can get in on the action. So bye-bye, Twitter, and I'll catch you on the Twitter spaces. So let me remove Twitter. So Twitter is gone. Twitter is gone. Uh, the stream is still live, still strong. Third quarter death in full effect, 68 to 60. Um, let's get this on um, Twitter spaces popping. Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Once again, I appreciate everyone that's um that's been watching the Dianix podcast. You know, state is with me all the time. You know, uh we're trying our best to um to to continue to do more and more stuff together, you know, as long as, as state is um is um is down with it and interested, hanging out with the kid, we'll um we'll be doing it. So let's um let's get this together. This is the jazz. Versus Jazz, no, excuse me, the Knicks at Jazz, right? Knicks at Jazz. Uh, let me see. 
second half. And then um, that's it. This is this is do it already. Uh, let me see. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm talking to myself here, but it'll be awkward if I'm sitting here just not saying nothing. So um, let's just do it like this. So I'm starting the space now, guys. Invite. Let me get the co-host going. Make sure that um, State is the co-host here. Uh, yeah, yeah. What the hell is going on here? All right. Hopefully, um, hopefully that works for, for State. You can see what's going on. But Twitter Spaces is on. So let me welcome Twitter Spaces. Twitter Spaces is now a part of the Dianix podcast here on YouTube and Facebook. Right now we are doing a watch along here with the 68-67 score here. Utah is up by one for the New York Knicks. And um, it is what it is here. One thing I did forget that I didn't really um, think about is how the fuck am I going to watch the game <laughs> while I'm doing it? I'm wa watching it on a very, very small screen here. Uh, Mitchell Robinson is just camping out in the paint, guys. You know, I, I, want, I really want to talk about Mitchell Robinson. You know, I, I'm going to devote a whole pod to it, man. But to me, you know, he does get his little rebounds and stuff. But a lot of times he's just standing at the rim waiting for the ball to come down on him. He jumps up and gets the rebound. And, you know, it, he, it, it, I mean, it serves a purpose. You know, but in my opinion, if you're going to play defense, you have to secure the defensive rebound. You know, that, that's, that, that's it. There's nothing really I, I can say about that. To finish the playoff, you have to get the defensive rebound. Yes, we got Julius Randle. He can get. He's a really good defensive rebounder. But um, you know, Mitchell Robinson is never in position to get a defensive rebound. So we'll we'll make a nice little little stop, and um, next thing you know, um, we don't get the rebound, and then they go on on the fast break, and next thing you know, they're scoring. So in order in order to 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 secure the bag defensively, you have to, um, you have to um get that defensive rebounder. So what's up, Stay? You are you in there or what? Oh, I gotta turn this up. Yes, I am. I'm watching RJ be a star and Alec Burks kissing away the game. <laughs> Created opportunities. I'm trying to, trying to get this audio stuff together because I because um I'm watching live on my phone as well. Uh, let, let me let's um everything should be good. Everybody is everybody's on. Y'all can hear you. Uh YouTube can hear. So we we good to go, man. So. So far, so you know the Knicks were, were actually losing by ten just now, man. So now they came back. So are you still thinking the Knicks gonna lose tonight, State? Man, we bro, we we haven't been in Utah in eight years. You think I'm gonna think think I'm gonna <laughs> say they're gonna win tonight? I highly doubt it. I hope they do, but I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, so far so good for at least for Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson has like um, thirteen rebounds. He has twelve points in this game, three blocks. So what I like to say is that Mitchell Robinson is is um praying on the on on the week. He's praying on the week because I mean the starting center for Utah is Azubuki. You know, so Azubuki has three points, he has three rebounds, to totally not a match for Mitch Robinson. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, I remember Azubuki too from Kansas. I was wondering, like, yo, who the fuck this guy? And I, I forgot he was the Kansas. Yeah, he was decent in Kansas, man. Coming into the league too, he he was talking about what like a like a lottery pick and that type of thing. I think he might have got drafted in the second round, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, just kind of going off the top of the head with that. But he, he's not he's not a good basketball player, man. He's he's just tall, 
you know, big serviceable big man, but not really much to that. Very, very raw. I don't know his age, but he is a raw prospect. He is not <laughs> he's not ready to contribute uh 20 minutes a game. I say that. Well, he was drafted 27 in, in, in the 2020 draft, man. So he's only on one year. Um, a lot of baby fat, 270, seven feet tall. The dude looks like a big woman, man. He looks like he has tits and, and all this, man. He's from Nigeria. So it's definitely, definitely raw. He probably should have stayed in school a little longer, too. You know, 22 years old. I don't know. He's not, I guess that's like a little bit too much time we give into Azabuki today, man. Very raw. I mean, he, he had a couple of good blocks, though. Um, Damn, elite. Okay, Randall want to play some defense. Alec Burks, thank you. I'd rather Randall. I'd rather Randall run point guard than Alec Burks. That's how bad Burks is. Yeah, Burks is bad. Okay, okay Evan. Good shot. Uh, what does Burks have tonight? Burks has Burks is one for seven. Uh, he has four rebounds, one assist, uh, two points. Definitely not playing good tonight, man. He I mean, he hasn't played good in a while. You know, but you know, people people can get down on. I know you down on him too, man. He's he, he's. I mean, you can't really defend a guy like this. He's a journeyman player, but I mean, last year he was literally our our freaking like he literally was a ninety nine cent James Harden last year for us, man. <laughs> Yo, he was playing so well last year. Well, he like he fell off a cliff. At least Randall could, you know, he he gives some bounds. He's gonna give you some assists. You know what I'm saying? Like Burks is just. It's just Burks. <laughs> yeah, but you know Tom Thibodeau too, man. He's using Tom, Tom using him as a point guard. It, it, actually, tonight he started at point guard, right? They got him. They got him at point guard. He's been playing small forward. He plays shooting guard, coming off the bench. So I mean, the the dude, not for nothing, is is like basically doing everything for us, you know. So you know he's no, not appreciated. You know, now the Knicks got him on the trade on trading block, so it's got to be hard for him. So yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know, Mitch remind me of a little bit right now. He's reminding me of um, Young Tyson Chandler, but the one that was on oh good pass oh my goodness R.J. Barrett. Um, he reminds me of a Young Tyson Chandler on the Bulls, but remember Young Tyson Chandler didn't break out until he got a legit point guard, aka Chris Paul. So I want to see man. <laughs> yeah, Chris Paul got him like a hundred million dollar contract, right? If I'm not mistaken. Hell yeah, he did. Yeah, man. So, I mean, a player like that, you know, to me, I always thought that Tyson Chandler was a fraud. I know a lot of Knicks fans hate that because they, they put Tyson Chandler up there like he's like this big time NBA champion. You know, he, he was like the missing piece for Dallas. You know, Dallas had Dirk and all this. You know, they had a lot of different other players around him, too. So he came in there. He kind of closed the door for them, as, you know, to help them get that championship. But when he, when he got to the Knicks, you know, the, it was kind of redundant. He, he couldn't we couldn't give him the ball. He couldn't score. You know, we invested a lot of bread in him, too. You know, so that, that's, yep. that for for me, it's like PTSD with that because I don't want to invest all that money in Mitchell Robinson. But meanwhile, we can't give him the ball and tell us to score score a bucket. You know, I I see. I don't know because we our guards barely give him entry passes. Yeah, <laughs> but but entry passes to do what? To to post up? I mean, hey, to do something. I see him with a mismatch damn near every game under the rim. Like let him do something under the rim. So efficient. Why not? Yeah, that's the thing, man. He's shooting like 70-something percent from the field, but, you know, he, he doesn't have a turnaround jump shot. He's a, he doesn't have a hook shot. Just something basic, man. Like, I'm not asking 
you know, we, we say this every night. It's almost like a broken record. I'm not asking for the dude to be like like a like Patrick Ewan. I'm not asking him to be Patrick Ewan, but at least be Marcus Camby. <laughs> God damn, you know, or you know, some, be something. You know, be, be just be a target that can actually do something with with the ball when they, when they give it to you. Yeah, man, this is this is it's beautiful. Uh, yo, wait, hold on. Nick's a winner. How many, how many points Nerlens got? Nerlens, I mean Nerlens. I don't even think he scored or not. He, I don't even think he broke a sweat tonight. But he has um six minutes tonight. Uh, blah, 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 two rebounds. Uh, that's it. Two rebounds, one steal, and two fouls. That's that's basically it. <laughs> so I mean, you know, he's not a part of the plans, man. He's just there because you know, whatever. Hopefully, he's not on the roster by by um Valentine's Day, the first game back from um after the trade deadline. Please. Please, bro. He needs to go. I mean, you know, he has value around the league, though, man. A lot, a lot of he has a reputation for being a defensive player. So teams that need that defense and that those goons coming off the bench, they're probably gonna, you know, they're probably gonna try to get Nerlens Noel. Yeah, I mean, Nerlens Noel can help a couple teams, but god damn, he can definitely help a couple teams. I, I said the Hornets can use Nerlens. Yeah, absolutely. They need. They can use the extra center right now. They they have um. What's what's that kid? Um, the one of the Plumley brothers there. So Miles. Yeah, they definitely probably could use the the extra shot blocking coming off the bench. So I got somebody in the chat here on YouTube talking about that. Um, uh, I'm not watching the masterclass that that Mitch is putting on right now. I'm like, you know, it, it that because I mean, he's not playing against Rudy Gobert, you know. So I mean, if um he was doing what he's doing now against like a like a hardcore center, then I could be like, there's no way that I'm I'm getting rid of Mitch. You know, but if Rudy Gobert was there, I think that Mitch would be almost invisible. That's true, but got to take advantage. Honestly, I don't think Mitchell Robinson needs to leave this game anymore. I, I would play him the rest of the game, or I would play Sims. Oh, for the rest of the game, you wouldn't, you wouldn't take Mitch out? No, nah, I wouldn't take him out, yo. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take Because as soon as he goes – because we're literally – I think we're on an 18-0 run right now, if I'm not mistaken, or an 18-2 run. Yeah. And that started – with Mitch. So you sound like Tom Thibodeau, man. You want to put out there playing 48 minutes a game? At 48, man. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, man. He, he got 16 rebounds. He has seven offensive boards. That's that's kind of retarded to me. Nine defensive <laughs> rebounds, three blocks. He's he's dominating, but you know, like 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 I said, look look who's look who's the opposing center right now. I'm talking about Azabuki and freaking Whiteside. Out, out, out of two guys there that that's um going against Mitchell Robinson. Hmm. Also, too, your, your boy um Julius Randle, he had he's seven seven for twelve tonight and he got twenty points, three rebounds, two assists. Uh RJ Barrett is right next to him, 18 points, five assists, five um four rebounds. So um, you know, those guys are setting the table, man. They they need that CJ McCollum trade, bro. I'm telling you. I'm good, man. I'm not chasing false hopes and false dreams for a playing spot, personally. <laughs> if it's consolidating the vets, I'm all in. But other than that, I'm good. Yeah, man. But play, to get in the playing spot, right? See, just just remember, like the 1999 Knicks. You know, um, it kind of came down to the playing. Like it was a short season. You know, towards the end of the uh, end of the year, they started playing well. They went on a big long uh, winning streak. They got themselves in the playoffs. Next thing you know, they were in the um, finals. You know, so you know, yeah. stranger things have happened throughout the years. Yeah, man. So, do you think CJ McCollum, if he was to get him, do you think we can put lightning in the bottle and all of a sudden get ourselves to the finals, man? 
Nah, but I think we can get to the playoffs, though. I, I, I think we'll get to the playoffs with that. But I think we'll get to the playoffs with Fox. I like Fox personally. Fox is, Fox is good money. I really love Fox game. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with Fox, too. But, you know, Fox definitely is going to, by him getting here, is going to definitely change everything that we do. Oh, give me give me two seconds, bro. I got you. So, yo, me, me and State are doing the halftime of crunch time, man. So if anybody on Twitter Spaces want to pop in, just pop, just um hit the, um you know, request button or whatever, and I'll, I'll drop you in there. So we got Mr. Raphael here. I see you, so I'm going to add you on as a speaker. What's good, uh, Mr. Raphael? Can I mute yourself? You know, th- there's like a war between Android and um and iPhone that I'm noticing, man. So, you know, if, if I have an Android, so people with iPhones are having problems entering the chats, man. So, Raphael, you, you're connected, so you just got to uh, mute yourself, and then you can, you can uh, talk freely. Yo, Aaron, what's going on, everybody? What's going on, man? What's good, man? It's first time speaking to you live, bro. What's good? Likewise, man. Yo, I just got a quick question. Like, so I heard you guys talking about uh, State made a point about, you know, what was the point he made? Uh, he said something about along the lines about some. It, it was like leading to tanking. Like, listen, like you know, it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not chasing the player, and I'm like, here's my thing. It's like. This is perception, like, I feel that people are, don't want to, like, even the heart, like, do you think R.J. Barrett, like, I feel like people think, like, R.J. Barrett is like Devin Booker, like, as if he's okay with tanking for three seasons to get DeAndre Ayton. I don't get that sense at all with him. So I, I'm trying to get this understood, like, where does everybody get this idea that R.J. Barrett is this type of guy that would be okay with losing a season or two or three so long as you pay him his money. Like, what what do people get that from? I don't know either, man. You know, there's there's, there's two players. Like, this is old. Like, so let's say um, Paul Pierce, right? Before Paul Pierce got KG and um, Ray Allen, they made those trades and stuff. They were about to get rid of um, Paul Pierce. And Paul Pierce was glad to get the hell out of there because he was doing that. He They basically paid him to sit in purgatory in Boston with no help. You know, so he was glad to be out of here. So um, I, I don't want to do that to RJ, bro. You know, and then to add, add well, that, you know, go ahead. And, and that's a great point. You made a great point. And then not to mention, yeah, with RJ, and this is the same people, the same people that want to talk with RJ are the same people that be like, they're quick to blame Tibbs for everything. They're quick to blame Leon Rose for everything. They're quick to blame Julius Randle for everything. They're quick to, to, hide, to hide, hide all his flaws. Like when he has cold streaks, we all know that RJ Barrett can have a cold streak for multiple and multiple months, and and so so that same person you wanna you wanna be okay with tanking, and you want to so you can blame the whole the rest of the team. You wanna blame everybody for losing, but RJ, and you want RJ to be tanking for multiple seasons. And I'm like, bro, it's hard it it's hard to win now. I can imagine if we're only winning like five games, seven games, ten games, or the 17 games that it took to get RJ. I'm like, I think that would be torture for a person like RJ. I, I don't see him lasting a season. Not one season if we was to take. I don't see him surviving. Yeah, I get that too, man. I also have another player, KP. Look what happened with KP, right? Um, You know, we tried to do the same thing. We had, we did have Melo here, you know, but we weren't winning, and then he got frustrated, then he tried to strong on the Knicks. Next thing you know, the Knicks are trading him and all kind of stuff. So, 
that's essentially, you know, we don't want that to have the history to repeat itself for, for RJ to be stuck in that same situation where he's going to be like, well, listen, um, if you guys are not trying to win, then let me get the hell up out of here. You know, you know what I'm saying? And then, cause that's essentially what, what our KP did with Dallas, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, this is my thing. If you want to tank that you don't even believe in RJ, my honest, that's my honest opinion. Then you believe in him, but you don't believe in him as you, as you are saying, because to say you want to lose with RJ, you already lost him already. Yeah, stop getting nauseous, pissing me off that work, bro. Please shut up, bro. Uh, it's true. It's true. If you say you want to tackle RJ, just say you don't want to. Just say that you that you don't believe in RJ. You think that you should. Yeah, that's, that's the reason why. I say that. Good. You're saying it. You're saying it without no, no, saying no. it. it. Yo, you sound like. Oh my God! You sound like a clown. I feel like you guys sound like clown. Oh, uh, man. You sound like a clown, man. You're a Randall defender. You're always talking about Randall. Yeah. Team. So I defend, I, and I'm defending RJ right now. Randall I think Wax, people bro, who want to I think people who want to trade want to trade RJ is what I'm saying. Well, listen, you know, um, RJ, listen, in my, in my opinion, right? In my opinion, I, I feel like since RJ is here, he's on a certain window. I know State agrees with that. You, you probably agree with that too, right? All right, right, right. We on, we in some kind of window right now, you know? So yeah. if, if, if RJ is here, we have to make a decision on what, on what we, what we need to do. So, I mean, there's two sides of the thing. We, we could tank a season and try to get another young guy in here. Who that young guy is, oh, we don't know. It's like a, a crapshoot. Right, but at the at the present time right now, we do have certain plays in place. We got random in place. We got uh, Fournier's here now. You know, the Knicks are not doing that well, but we still could can make a trade to get. Like, let's say we're, we're talking about Fox. We're talking about CJ. There's a couple other players in the mix too, man. So like, let's say if we was to get one of those guys, then you're talking about the uh, you know taking that team into the off season, where now now teams are gonna look or players or veterans might look at us and say, listen, they got Randall, they got RJ, they got Fournier, and they got CJ McCollum. Let me see what they're talking about over there. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, Errol. Just want to say this real quick. I'm gonna say this off the gate. I think the Knicks became a, a win now mode the minute RJ got drafted to the Knicks. That's my thing. The minute he got the Knicks when that drafted RJ, is the switch had to be flipped, and that's possibly why they got all those players. Looking back, looking hindsight. Oh my not God. Oh my God. Oh my God! Yes, win now mode. And if you're not, I feel this is my thinking. I'm gonna say it again. If you're not okay with RJ in win now mode and RJ trying to push RJ to go to the playoffs, then I don't even feel like uh, the, that, that that those people who talk like you know all this RJ Barrett stuff. You you don't you don't understand it. RJ Barrett is a win now mode kind of guy. That's it. It's it's, it's black and white. Still great. Still oh my great. God! Yeah. So, I mean, what, was, what, what do you have to say um, for about that on State? I guess, bro. I guess. People be taking, like, uh, yo, people really going to say that I want them to tank. And uh, they don't never get the point. So, I'm just tired of talking about it, honestly. They like this product, but I don't like the product. Well, well, well your point, I, I speak to you all the time, right? So, I, I know your point. You're just trying to get the extra talent, you know? So, and in and, and, and the way, you know, both sides of the story is still kind of leading to the same thing. You know, because if the Knicks do tank, we're going to be looking to try to get, you know, uh, a young talent yeah. to build with, with, with RJ. But on the other side, too, man, you know, do making a trade or or let's say even drafting in the 20s or whatever. We, we got Grimes in the 20s. You know, we got Mitchell Robinson in the second round, you know, so that this um, and the IQ and all these different guys. So there's different ways to get talent so we can still draft well 
and still um be able to get um get somebody via trade you know so i mean that, that's like a, a a revolving door carousel whoever can stick sticks and that's there's like there's more than one way to build a team you know it is it definitely is yeah, man. So, I mean, what, what do you think about this next team? Um, team right now, we were eighty-two and seventy-five right now against Utah in Utah. Is this the real Knicks, or, or, or are we looking to get um smoked in that fourth quarter? No, this is the real Knicks. Yeah, I, I like to say so, man. <laughs> oh my God, yo. I'm gonna I'm gonna say why. I feel I really like this new pace they're playing. So I like the, the way RJ and Randall playing together, even when they lost to the Lakers. They lost. Look, you know they 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 proving themselves a lot. So I, I you know, uh, you know, I want to beat out. You know, I'm not happy with the team losses. They have five losses. That hurts. It hurts a lot to have. But seeing them, everybody is happy to see this team play. So I'm in, I'm I'm discouraged with the losses, but I'm encouraged with the way they play. Like I'm encouraged that they can beat the next team. But it hurts to have those five losses that they have. So I think this is real. Yeah, well, me too, man. I, I feel like this is what the Knicks are trying to do. But just game to game, not even game to game. It's like it's like um, possession to possession. It's like the Knicks, they, they play so well. Like 42 points against the Lakers, man. We were smoking those motherfuckers in that first quarter, man. And then next thing you know, you know, um, the second half, that third quarter death is real. Fourth quarter, we came back. I mean, it's like, yo, I mean, like, it's like we we can't we can't sit our hat on anything that we do uh, specifically that's really like pushing or driving but, the team, the identity of the team. You know, that's really frustrating. But it's showing that they they evolving. Are you seeing the fast paced RJ and Randall game? Like we didn't see that before. Yeah, it's what we, everybody's been we, asking. We're seeing for something too. new. This is something new. Yeah, this this is what everyone has been asking for. They, I, you know, and, and sometimes sometimes I can say. They, uh, can I argue that it's worth it? Is it worth it? I almost want to say yes. Why? Because they can surprise you and play. Oh, yo, God. a lot. Of, yo, this, that's been the biggest argument on Twitter. Oh, I want the God. I want the Knicks to play faster. All the time you hear that, and now they're playing faster. And yes, they lost to the Lakers, but can they beat other teams? Possibly, I think so. What happened, State? You, you um, you got a stomachache? I got a stomach ache from listening to that. <laughs> but I mean, what's what's the problem with what uh, Rafael is saying? I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with what he's saying. There ain't nothing wrong with he, what he's saying, but I know reality, and I got the reality stone. His reality ain't reality. That's his problem. Yeah, literally, I have the reality stone right now, and I'm showing it on YouTube right now. For anybody that's watching on YouTube, I'm actually showing the reality stone right now. So, you know, I, I literally have the reality stone. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I messed right. up. Everybody has a reality stone until they have to put money on. Yeah, but I got mine from Odin, though, man. You know, from um, from the dark, from the dark realm, wherever, wherever um, they got it from. I had to kill a dark elf to get that fucking thing, man. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So I mean, you know, I know Raphael. You know, a lot. Here's the thing with, with with Twitter, man. Shout out, shout out to State. Shout out to um, what's my man? The the, the he's actually on on Twitter Spaces right now. Um. Uh, Papa left. Papa left was on there. I, I was listening to to state talk or whatever. So I mean, like all the characters on on Twitter, it's it's amazing listening to everybody. Like Raphael, I like I don't know. I, I never spoke to you ever on 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 the internet, Ben. But never. But me, but me and you are cousins, bro. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out, <laughs> you know, shout out, shout yeah. out to 23 and me and shit. I look at all all Knicks fans, especially guys that that love the team as much as I do. I look at everybody yeah. as as cousins. You know what I'm saying? So you know, well, I get the, I the energy, the energy that um the state is giving you. You know, like he hates you, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. You know he hates you. I, I don't but, know. It, it, it's what you know. It's, I don't know. But it's it's a family. I, I'm quick to go back and forth with him. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. You know, but no, but you know, but I, I feel saying, like again, yeah. I feel like you could talk all that RJ talk, but if you if you know RJ, you know RJ made the Knicks win. Now, oh my right God, the man who turns the ball over and it leads into a run. Like, come on, dude. get him out of here. Yeah. But you know, it's it's a respect thing, man. Because like like fa- all families argue that there's there's certain cousins that when as soon as I see him, I'm like, man, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? That that type of thing. So, but but it's still love when it comes down to it, man. We all we all we all together. Like, shout out to Eric. Um, Eric is um is up in here. Eric L Beats is here. Um, uh, shout out to Supreme taking um taking a listen and Mr. Hector. Uh, I can't see the full name, but Hector somebody is there taking a look right now on Twitter Spaces. So I mean. You know, everybody, you know, also like I was trying to say, well, Papa left. Um, you know, people were people hate state on there, you know, so they they, they couldn't wait to to go back and forth with state, you know, so it got kind of hectic there too, man. But it, you know, yeah, but I don't I, I don't feel yeah, but my thing, I don't feel like he makes sense because he tries to talk RJ <laughs> and he tries to talk Hank. Both both of them together. It's just like, yo, that's you can't do that. That's illegal, that's that's an illegal move. You can't you already you already um you already made no sense right there. So that's not coherent. You either talk RJ and you try to make the play-in or try to make the playoffs or or, or you just don't draft RJ. That's what I say. Might as, might, as well just, might as well have drafted somebody else, but don't draft RJ at number three if you, if you, if you don't want to go to the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I get it, man. Getting, getting RJ that year, he was like the best, the third yeah, best you player. Can't, you can't, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, especially if you're thinking highly of him. The guy Right now, the guy's basically a running, we're running offense through him right now. So, so we 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 um, think highly of him. He has high uses. So let's. I, I'm I'm with you in that way. You know, we got to give him some um some firepower. We got to uh, give him somebody to run with, because because it's extremely frustrating to to have the ball in your hand, looking to 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 win. You're playing hard, and you look to your left, and you got a bum. Look to your right, you got a bum, and then behind you, you got uh, Julius Randle that's not going to pass the ball back to you. So, you know, it's it's it is it could be frustrating playing like that all the time, man. So I got on uh, Mr. L. Um, L. Beats is here. So you can speak freely, man. I, I just added you to the thing. You gotta unmute yourself, Mr. L. Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, good man. It's good. Yeah, man. Um, get Dennis DeRoe off the court now, bro. <laughs> is he even playing? Is he playing right now? Yeah, he's playing. He's like you gotta. He had like two. Fouls at the end of the third quarter, like yo, get him off the court, man. I don't want to see him on Thursday, man. Yeah, I feel you, man. Yo, um, Valentine's Day is coming. That's the next home game, so I feel like we should get tickets now. So hopefully, you know, Nerlens and Well won't be there. Hopefully, a couple of these guys won't be on this roster. We don't have to. We don't have to keep talking about them anymore. You know. I want Nerlens, Burks. Who else? Nerlens, Burks, Kemba. I want them off the team by, by Thursday. All right, so you got to give me a destination, man. What's um? What do you think they should go? We what, what should we be? We'll be looking at right now. I don't know. Maybe I can see CJ only if those three are out. 
Yeah, that's how I am with it too, man. If if we can get those three guys, because like like I made it in the, in the pod earlier, those three guys together actually match up salary wise um to uh, CJ McCullough, man. So that that's actually a really good trade if 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 we could do something like that. You know, so so what's like a good like a like say like a contingency plan, like a, say like uh your second option, third option, if you if you can do that. Um. It's tough, man. You know, it's- I don't know because you really don't need to add more players because you got Cam as the next man up once you once you clear out that glut. Right. But they do need a point, and I would like to get millions off so I can so we can see you know a little bit more of um what's the name Jericho Sims. Yeah, but you know if you if you're trading guys away, um, you know you're you're gonna get guys back so. Um, whoever whoever we get rid of, we, we'll probably get you know some some dudes back. So now we're talking about three for one. So that'll be two roster spots open. Yeah, let's say let's say if if they don't want Burks for instance, and I was telling that to state if you put if you take um say Obi and uh, in Orleans, not Obi, you know, or say Obi and um and IQ to replace Burks in the trade. So now you got Kemba Walker, Nerlens, Obi, and um IQ. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of roster spots available, man. So um guys like Cam that are that are already here, they'll instantly just be shoved into that um into that rotation at least theoretically you know mm-hmm. yeah but you know outside of those guys man I- i'm trying to figure out who else we can we can we can talk about because you know fox i feel like we talked about this so much obviously randall or fournier would have to go for fox right so um but who's who's an- another guy that we that we that um that we can bring in here that can help out because we, we we definitely need these guys off the roster bro um i don't know honestly yeah, man. Truthfully, that's the CJ McCollum thing kind of surprised everybody this morning, you know. So yeah, it's kind of like confusing. I, I didn't see that coming, but um, yo, quickly is getting me frustrated right now, bro. <laughs> it is what it is. Bro. First of all, in the first half, you take like eight, like three wild shots. You're not even passing the ball off, and like dude, like yo, you can turn the ball over left and right. Like, come on, man. He needs to play a certain way, you know. I feel like if he if he was playing for Phoenix, the way that they play up and down, or maybe like Charlotte or something like that, he probably would be a lot more, you know, useful for teams like that because they kind of play a lot, you know, breakneck, like, right? Well, like more, like um, a lot more in control, though. Yeah, but you know, they they they're. Just, I'm just talking about just like the 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 pace. Their pace is like a breakneck. Yeah. So if he comes in there, he could just just jump in. You know, they all running laps back and forth. So he's he will be good doing that. You know. The Knicks are not doing that. The Knicks are not running laps. We're we're trying to figure out how we're going to get points in the, in the half court. You know, a boring style of basketball. And that's not really his game like that. And that's the problem. They with with the with the boss that they have. It's more of okay, in between they play in between slow pace and fast pace. Yeah, mostly slow pace. And with this young roster, they shouldn't be playing at a slow pace. So, so how would you like to go um, with it? Like, you know, as far as personnel and stuff, would you would you like to run a uh, like say a faster pace, or would you want to double down on on what we're trying to do here? I mean, I will still I will still play that style, but more times I'm gonna I'm gonna start running. This this is like just like speed the tempo up because I feel like there's certain parts of the certain parts of the game like where the Knicks could at least take advantage of if they're quicker than speed, you know. And also the fact that Derek Rose is out, you add you add that dimension to with with quickly and Obi 
and you you have that. Yeah, I get you. Yo, in the, in the chat on YouTube, everybody's saying Noel sucks. Why is Noel here? People want Noel exactly. out this motherfucker so bad, man. They can't stand him. I, I and quickly, and quickly's playing like ass tonight. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. I wouldn't be surprised if he he's in in um in the, in the trade this week. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. So, yo, I want to ask you before, like, before you um whatever before we get to the next thing. Um, are you are you Haitian by any chance? Nah, I'm born here. <laughs> okay, I just had to throw it out there because that's the only reason why I would want to keep New Orleans here. I want some free um <laughs> from some free rum, bro. If I can ever run it, oh, yeah, New York see, City, yes, you see the vibe, yeah, right? seen that, yeah, <laughs> seen that on, on I seen that on Twitter, like um. Okay, you got time for that, but no time for uh, catching the balls. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Big time pause there, man. So that, that reminds me of of, of um, Dennis Smith Jr. When he was here, he was um like modeling Helly Hansen. Not Helly Hansen, Perry Ellis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was doing all this shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, are you going to try to play basketball? Are you going to try to seize the moment? Because really, he was like our best point guard prospect. So he, he should have been the starting point guard. You know, so it took him to go to um like two teams, like end up on on Portland just to show that he could still play. You know, and then even now, like I, I think he's hurt or whatever. I don't know what's going on with Dennis Smith right now, but I was hearing about him early in the year. I don't hear about him at all now. Now he's he's out there in Portland, so he's getting minutes. Yeah. So I mean, it's on them, man. So you know, as far as developing and stuff like that, that's why I was never like a developing guy. You know, state is coming back. State is um, state is working as you know, man. So. Yes, I know. Yeah, so he's he's on um, coming in and out the stream. Here he is now. Raphael is here too, still, you know. So Raphael, you can speak whenever you want, man. Yeah, next one on the commercial. 65, 66 to 85, man. I'll be winning this game with what, guys? Yeah. <laughs> do we want to put some um put a bet on this thing? Like Raphael says, yeah. What do you what do you think, State? State is still trying to get up in there, but you know, we're trying to figure out who's gonna win. What, what about Eric, man? What, you think Nick's gonna win tonight? Well, they better hold on. There's a, it's a one point game, yeah, man. For me, I, I'm only way I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it through the sports book eyes, man. So I, I have a parlay with the Knicks winning, and I have a parlay with the Knicks losing, man. So win or lose, <laughs> I'm, I'm good tonight, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. smart. Yeah, that, that's the only thing that's holding me together watching these Knicks, man, because I'm watching because I got money on the games, you know? So I got a couple of really huge parlays too, man, like 20, 20 team parlays with a possible $10,000 and all that shit. So um, you know. I've been meaning to me. I've been wanting to, to, to get into that. And, and, I, and I have FanDuel and I have, what is it? I have MGM and the, the season one. and But I just, you know, I got overwhelmed with so many other stuff, you know, Twitter, then the Instagram, the whole the whole thing that I'm like, it just gets left behind, and you know, so I, I'm just you know constantly watching the games, and then look, I'm go, I'm joining the space, so it's like, yo, man, maybe yeah. next game, maybe next game, I, I'll get into it. Yes, and that's that's but it's not a bad idea to bet on the Knicks. Like that's a good bet. I mean, what, what was it? A plus three, plus one and a half, or, or how many? Well, what was the spread? The, I don't I don't I don't really do the spread because the spread aggravates me more than the money line. I usually do just money line bets. So they, they had um Utah, of course, you know, the favorite to win tonight. Well, that's why I would have I would have liked to take the plus. I would have taken the plus whatever if yeah. I'm taking the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think the Knicks were like plus two hundred something. 
But I, I just oh. want to say, man, uh, stay is still trying to request in here. So um, I just want to say, if you haven't done it yet, man, just be very careful, man, because I go I go crazy. I, I get to the point where I'm betting 10 cents on games and stuff, you know, just so I can get a dollar so I can bet again like yeah. that. So now I'm becoming like a crackhead, man. I, you know, also, too, on the app, they got the telephone number, too, for help if you need help. I'm like like maybe like two or three more days away from calling that number, man. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Or, that's that's why I got the cat. I got a cash app sign on the YouTube man. So if anybody want to send me money, man, I fucking need it. I'm, yeah, I I hear you. you. Know what? What I do like, and one of the reasons why I wanted to join Fanduel is because I like the whole thing of how many points is Mitchell Robinson going to score, or how many points is Julius Randle going to score, or R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel quickly. Like that's a that's a dope to make a bet. So like like to make a bet, like how many points. Is RJ Barrett gonna score ten points today? Like yeah. that's that, you know that's, that, that, that's that's what I'm trying to tell you. This, this some sportsbook stuff. That's like, you can you can definitely do that. You can you know bet on rebounds, everything, anything you can imagine. They have it there, and you can bet oh, into your heart's content, oh, oh. man. You know, so 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 you did did you do that too? Did you pick, did you pick like you know which player from, from the Knicks? I'm doing everything. Do you like today? I'm doing. I did so much bets today. It's like it's it's ridiculous, man. You know, it's fun. I'm thinking about that's the way I'm, I'm thinking about making a video. I think you should do that too, you know. So <laughs> I just want to say that a sports betting video. That's, I mean, I'm thinking about doing that just uh, just to just put it out there because you're doing it already, right? You, you know, but I just think it's a good idea, you know. But I, I'm gonna do that for sure, for sure. I'm gonna do it. It's, it's, it's already, it's already. I already had it in my mind. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna pick this. This is who I like today. Blah 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 blah. You know, I just like, oh snap, you doing that already? I think I think it's I think it's cool, and I think you should do it. Yeah, I'll cool. watch it. It's all all I say to that is I watch it if you do. If you want to, cool. I watch it. I just want to say that. Well, well, listen, man. For for us smaller smaller podcasters and stuff like that, man, people love to steal fucking ideas, man. You know what I'm saying? They, oh, you're right. They, they won't give it. They won't subscribe. I couldn't have they, said this, right? Yeah. I couldn't have said. I knew it. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I gotta send somebody to your house now to freaking um to destroy you now. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, oh, man. Man, but but I was thinking about doing that, but when I thought, like, damn, I, I gotta get you know, I was like, you know what, this guy, you know, once I was like, I was like, you became so cool that I, I had to I had to say it here. So I was like, you know what, I was like, oh man, he does that too. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put him on. I was like, maybe he should put him, he should put it, uh, you know, make a clip and talk about who he, what best he made today and which one he liked, and that's it, like. I think that's cool stuff, so that's just me, though. I don't know how many people would tell you that anyways, but I did, and I, I was willing, and I did, and I told you. Yeah, I get you, man. I get you. Well, I, I want to shout out Connor T on um, YouTube. He's from Ireland watching, man, so that's pretty awesome. He said he found the um, channel, and he subscribed right away, so I appreciate him. I appreciate everybody that, that supports, man. Like um, smaller podcasts, whatever. See, like, like, like for me, I, like the way I do things, I don't, I don't, I'm not doing it for cloud or anything. I'm doing it because I'm literally a fucking maniac, you know. I, I, I love the Knicks more than more than anything, you know. State is crazy as hell. He's at work right now, for Christ's sake, you know. Next to stretchers and shit, people need his help, and the motherfuckers talking to me about with the Knicks and stuff. Shout out, you know. Also, YouTube, man. You know, you do your thing on on there, or whatever. So it takes a lot of right. time. So you you got it's got to be a certain. You know, you're just a certain person. You you know, only, only we know what that is like. You know, right? Yeah, it, it, it's true. I'm like trying to create content. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're trying to be different, it's it's hard work. Yeah, man. Be consistent, really. You know. Yeah. So, state, what's good, man? You still there, hanging out? I know state's watching. 
state right now. I hope you that you use hand sanitizer. That's all I gotta say, man. So, so I want to talk to you. Who's, who's going to be traded for CJ McCollum? Who who are these players that are going to be traded for? He's making thirty million dollars. So, who, who's going to be? Who you think is going to be those that player or those players? Well, you know, me and State were talking about it earlier, man. So, I mean, um, just the, I and I also did a pod earlier too, man. So, just just the gist of it is this, um, you know, of course, Burks, um, Kemba, and Nerlens. That would be I, you know, that would be like a gift from God if we can send if we can send those three guys for CJ. You know, but of course, you know, Portland's probably going to want some kind of sweetener or something. So draft picks probably nope. have to go along with that. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. The only thing is, like, you got to remember that last year we lost Mitchell Robinson for the whole season. So, if, and look, good thing we had Nernest Noel mid-season because we needed him last season. Yeah, that's the thing. Definitely, man. For Especially against Atlanta. I think everybody was saying, yo, if we had Mitchell Robinson, things would be a lot better. So, so my whole thing. So you just want Mitchell Robinson and Taj Gibson? Oh, you're gonna try to win? You're gonna try to uh, force Tibbs to give minutes to Jericho Sims? Is that, is that the idea with that trade? Well, you want to trade? Well, Mitchell Mitchell Robinson, you know, he would probably get the bulk of the minutes, right? But then, you know, Taj Gibson would come in there as the enforcer, and then third string, third, third string center, you know, Jericho Sims. It's not. It's not. It's not the best idea. You know, but you think of it this way too. Like you, you could put Julius Randle at center. You know, you could play small that way if you want to. Cam Reddish will be in. Oh, the that's true. You know, so it just it just gives us a, yeah. We still have options to to still like you know cover the center spot. You know, but Mitch that, that Julius Randle at center is a great idea. That's yeah. a that's a good one. Yeah, and then in, in that deal also, I didn't I didn't put Obi in the deal, so Obi's still on the team. You know, but you know, it's, it's, up, it's up to Portland. You know, Portland is going to want. You know, let's say like if we were, it's a negotiation, right? So I, I will come with my with my um, players, and then Portland will come back with their counter. So I, I would imagine right. they would want some kind of young player or whatever. And the Knicks will have to make a decision on what what they would want to do if they would like to get a, tw- a legit NBA twenty point a game scorer, and that's CJ McCollum. You know. But he comes with his faults too, man. So that's all a part of the negotiation process. We're not going to give like the whole, you know, kitchen sink for a guy that just had a collapsed lung midseason. It's like crazy, you know. So it's like what, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they say let's make a trade on the off season and they would want at least Cam Reddish. To be honest, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not, and you know, Cam Reddish. Like I like that. I really like that Cam Reddish trade. To be honest, but if I'm Portland. My, here's my question. Here's my counter. If I'm for right, you ran, you gave me that offer, right? I, my my first counter would be, I'll be discussing like why are we why are we not getting Cam Reddish? If we can't get R.J. Barrett, why not go after Cam Reddish? And that's a good debate. Yeah, you know that's what it's all about. Just um, just debating points and stuff. You know, so just just like how we talk about it, I'm quite sure GMs they say all kind of crazy shit to each other. I, I can only imagine these guys are not just like, like um, you know, like talking sweet to each other. I'm quite sure they say, like, "Man, fuck you! Don't call us number again unless you put two draft picks on this shit." You know, so I'm quite sure they're doing that because yeah. because we talk oh, to the, each the other draft, and the draft picks. Right, they're getting the draft picks in. But if, if it's two draft picks, they can still get it. If it's three, they're probably still gonna get it or whatever it is. But my whole thing is, um, uh, you 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 can't just walk. You can't just take. Burks and, and Fournier and, and Nerlens, you, you need you need they're gonna want somebody young, especially with Simons. All right, so how about uh, this? Like, let's say um, here's um, here's what I what I told State. Like, you take you take Burks out because um, we 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 really want Nerlens off the team and we really want Campbell off the team. Mm-hmm. So, take, so take Burks out, 
and then maybe add Obi and IQ to that deal. What, what do you think about that? No, no, I would, I would say I, oof, Obi to the deal. Hey, that's that hurts. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the, that's the thing. That's, that's negotiations right there for you. Uh, I would me personally, me personally. I think, I think for the fan. I mean, who who would you as a as a Nick fan? Who who would you rather get rid of, Cam or Obi? That, that's a good question. Who would, as a fan right now, as a Knicks fan, who would you rather get rid of, Cam Reddish or Obi Toppin? Uh, or CJ? It, it really, it I don't really, know. I can't call it. Yeah, I, I can't. can't I can't call it. it either, man. It, it really depends on your taste on what you're trying to do with the roster. What you're trying to what you're trying I, to I, do. I, you know what? I'm going to make that argument that maybe both players should be. I don't want to say untouchable, right? Because nobody's untouchable, but they both fit with RJ too. I would think that RJ and Cam, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not the whole Duke thing, but it's close. So, yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me see. I would rather. Let me see. That's a tough. That's a tough trade. Yeah, you can't trade. You can't trade Cam or Obi. You can't do it. You're right. You can't do it. Yeah, because you know, you know, I, it, it might have to be Mitch. It might have to be Mitch then. It, that, that's another argument too, because people really love uh, Mitch. You know. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I think he's my favorite player. Sometimes, like in terms of the young kids, sometimes their days, like you know, it was first Julius Randle and then RJ, but then slowly Mitch. Started growing, like God, yeah, I think I started, you know, tweeting like I think he's a franchise player, and every time, every time I see him play, you know, you know, New York is a big defense town. You know what kills me though, man, for for all the rebounds that he's getting like tonight, man. Let me let me tell you the um how many rebounds he got. He got nineteen today, but he but he has ten defensive and nine offensive. So my thing though, you know, in in order to in order to close off a defensive play, you got to get the defensive rebound. So he he doesn't secure the defensive rebound, to me. Right. You know, for somebody yeah. for, that's that's supposed to be a rebounder and defender, you know, he doesn't secure the defensive rebound a lot, and that leads to fast breaks. And you know, you know, we lose we lose games a lot that way. So that's well, not. That's I, I'm encouraged. You know, I I I'm encouraged. Wait, um, even though AD some in some plays got the best of him against the Lakers, I got get encouraged by him too. That's somebody who does not get enough recognition. That's why I kind of sometimes like him more than than RJ sometimes because he doesn't get no recognition like that. Like, uh, uh. But then you know, but again, you know, this is a, it's all about scoring. But Mitch is like, his he has athleticism. You know, you know how the argument goes. RJ has no athleticism. Mitchell Robinson has a lot of athleticism. So sometimes I like that about Mitch. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of pluses, plus and, and, and uh, minus for all these all these players here. But you know, we're actually in crunch time. Uh, the Knicks are losing the lead right now. It's ninety three to to excuse me, ninety eight to ninety three. That's what a two possession game, right? Yeah. So, have, have you been um, taking a peek at the game while, while we're talking? I'm, I'm watching the game as we speak. This is why I like the, the uh, this is why I like this style versus watching versus because I saw that you were doing. The half crunch time YouTube yeah. thing. Yep. And I'm like, oh, you switched over and you did a Twitter space and said, I'm like, okay, that's clever. 
Yeah, I'm just just trying to figure out the the sweet spot, you know, because I I have all this equipment and stuff, but um, you know, is is you know you, you know how it is. It's hard to, to manage. Right, to I got equipment to too, but this is easy. I, I I like this. Guy. This is easier to get to. I can talk and I can watch the game, but usually I I usually like to talk. I like to watch the game and I like to tweet. Yeah, but I was like for today. You know, sometimes tweeting, it gets, it gets tired. I get tired of tweeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah sometimes I get tired of like, yo, you know, because I like to video edit. So I'm learning how to video edit the, the tweeting. But um, but yeah. would you throw in Mitch? Here's my question to you. Would you throw in Mitchell Robinson? Right? What would they say? What would you say if Portland says, you got, you got to give us Deuce McBride and Mitchell Robinson and draft picks for CJ McCollum. What would you say to that? Ah, yeah, yeah. I see that. That's a little bit rough. But um, that's you know, rough. yeah, Mitchell gonna be rough. Yeah, Mitchell Robinson gonna be a free agent too. But see, the the thing, the thing that the, um for me, we, we still get the best player. CJ McCollum is the best player in that in that deal. You know, so you got to consider that too. And then also, he feels a need. He's he's gonna be that lead guard because truthfully, we, we, um, you know, unless Sacramento wants to give us that um. You know, give us uh, this guy. Um, Fox. Yeah, if, he, if he's gonna give us Fox, you know. Uh, can I say something real quick, Don? Yeah, yeah. Bro, I just want you to know I love you, bro. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't. I, I just want you to know I love you, bro. So don't think that because I'm, 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 I'm shutting you down and stuff. Don't think that I, I don't love your take. I love you, bro. I just wanted you to know that, brother. Uh, talking to me? Yeah, he's talking to you, man. <laughs> oh no, I know. I know. Then that means I know you hate it more than. I'm trying to tell you, man. This this is a um this is a, a a family thing. I'm telling you, Knicks Knicks fans are like no other, man. We curse each other out, tell everybody to suck my dick, and all this. They fuck you, you a bitch, and all this that and the other. And meanwhile, we sitting at a bar with each other, you know, talking Knicks and whatever, like it ain't like it ain't nothing, man. So it is. It is oh, weird. I'm new. I'm new to this. I'm you know on Twitter. I'm new to this, but um, but you know, same thing. But man. tell me, I want to hear. Talk to me about Mitchell Robinson. I would you trade Deuce McBride and Mitchell Robinson for CJ McCollum? I don't know if state since state is back. Do you want to talk about um, Mitch Robinson state? Because I know Mitch Robinson got. I mean, um, state got a little bit more um, love for Mitch than I do. Because you know, let's say I all, all the players on the team, I I would get rid of today. Any one of them, it doesn't matter who it is, you know. So, but for me, it really it really depends on the on the picture you're trying to paint. So, like, let's say if we if we trade Mitch Robinson, of course we're probably gonna have to add somebody else in there just to for money wise. I would do it, you know. I would do it because I mean, um, you know. State State was um was William State was arguing about it right and um in 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 the trade that, that he came up with he was talking about um I forgot who who the player was but it, it was somebody on um on Charlotte that said that you would trade um you know trade somebody whatever to get uh, oh it was, it was it was Book Knight so it was a trade involving Book Knight and then they had um uh one of the um whatever the center is that I keep the the, the Plumley brother one of the Plumley brothers is there Mason Plumley right. So he had Mason Plumlee in the deal. So as he's saying, he's saying this on Twitter. So as he's saying that, I'm like, yo, bro, you just gave us the Mitchell Robinson um, uh, replacement. <laughs> you know, so if Mason Plumlee yeah. is, is, you know, he could play center. Not, not saying that he could play better than Mitch, but he's still a starting center in the NBA. Decent, you know, you know, serviceable guy. You know, so then, you, then you're able to stick the money and um, resources in other positions. You know? I, t- I say this much. I, one thing I like about Mason Plumlee, he could pass the ball. Yeah, and the, and the and the dude jumps out the gym, man. Still, he got yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't mind somebody him passing the ball and, and Julius Randle passing the ball. Like, I don't mind our bigs 
that that can also pass the ball because you know ball movement is good. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's but, um we got three minutes left in the game. Um, I, I see a Cully Cully's here also in the chat on, on YouTube. He's asking what do I think about this shit because Cam Reddish is out right now. The Knicks are down by three with three minutes um and um twenty eight seconds left. Right now, what, what's your what's your time stamp in the game? At the same time, three twenty eight. Yeah. Um, you got Mitchell Robinson shooting free throws. Yes. Okay, so me and you are definitely on the same spot, so that's good. Okay. Yeah, State is still in the background too, so State, you know, you the co-host, so you can pop in anytime you want. But um, yeah, man. So what what do you think the Knicks need to do right now to to close out this game? I mean, like, it's like you, you made some good points about Mitchell Robinson. Oh, oh, that wasn't you. I think that was State. They need to that Mitchell Robinson needs to uh, stay in the game. That was a good point. I mean, we need those rebounds. Yeah, man. And yeah. um, and, and let's see. I mean, let me look. I haven't looked at the stats. Let me see how well we're shooting in this quarter, man. I, you know, usually I, I'm very, I'm, 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 I like to look at per quarter stats and see how who's playing well per each quarter, and that's important to me. So, well, we're definitely grinding right now. It seems like a like a, a um, it seems like a dog fight. Guys are missing a lot of shots, but it seems physical. A lot of they, they're trying to get easy buckets. RJ's not in the floor. Is RJ on the floor? Um, I believe, yes, floor. he is. He is. He's in. He's in oh, the floor. okay, okay. Yeah. What does um this guy have? Um, uh, Mitchell Donovan Mitchell. He has um twenty seven tonight, twenty seven seven and five. So he's it's between him Conley and I think um what's his Clarkson. I bet you, I bet we should, we're at a negative. Let me see, let me see what's, everybody's at a plus five or something. I bet you everybody's, I don't know what's going on. This, I don't know what's, every, everybody looks a little bit lackadaisical. Okay. They already took off the, but I don't know. Right now, I'm going to be honest. One thing I don't like is the energy. It just, it seems like it dropped versus picking it versus, you know. Well, as far as the energy too. We I, can win this game. Yeah, I see in the chat guys are talking about um, Julius Randle's body language. If you look at Donovan Mitchell's body language, yeah. it's way different, you know, compared to Julius Randle. You know what I'm saying? His head is high. You can see him just, just kind of, just his energy is uplifting. You know, uh, the big problem with Julius Randle is his energy is not uplifting. You know, so that, that's the that's the big problem. In close games, you know, your leader needs to be the one with his chest out, head up, you know, leading by example, getting the other guys together. You know, Mitchell, I mean, Julius Randle's not like that. I, I bet you, I bet you, I won't be surprised if Julius Randle starts to go for it. Julius Randle should drive more often, but when he drives, doesn't get and, and, and he gets hit, doesn't he? Doesn't get no calls. I bet you he's in. Well, in end of games right now, he should be confident and should give me the ball. I'm gonna drive it and then and force them to foul me. And that's, but he doesn't. He rarely gets those calls. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna throw this at you. You, you ever play like um, organized basketball, or, or or at least like um, like with a ref? I played with a ref. I mean, I played a couple of games on it, but I did. Did I play? But did I play like in a, like? Nah, I didn't play in an organized ball like that. Okay, well, well, the reason why I threw it at you because like when when you play games with refs, refs, refs are fuck or like they, well, let me let me say this: refs are human, you know. So. They they do a lot of human things out there. So let, let's say if um you're you're complaining or you just got bad body language, the referees might not like you. So the referees gonna be like, yo, you're gonna have to eat that foul, bro. You know, to hell with you. You know what I'm saying? So you know that's I think that's what they're doing to to Julius Randle. You know, you gotta. And that's a great point. That's a great point. My whole thing is that's that's 
that's today's game too, though. Like most people who, and I'm not just trying to make that he made all NBA last season bigger, right? I'm just trying to say that most people who became all NBA, a lot of them, when they're not getting calls, they're breath. You know, you listen to that. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, so, I'm somebody. You know, I'm worth give, giving that call. Like if, if I'm getting fouled, you gotta give me that call. I, I agree with you, Ralph. Let, let me just say this. I agree with what you just said, but it's a thing called relationships, right? So when you see Randall constantly bashing the refs, they're not going to give him the favorable call, bro. And then on top of the fact that they don't view him as a star. So if you think he's going to get those calls, then nah. Here's my thing. You know, you know who, who has a lot of complaints, and I'm not trying to compare. You know, I get it. You know, Jason Tatum, who's one of our neighbors, you know, you hear the complaints that he complains all day with the refs, too. This is not something new. You know? If, you know, whoever we get, if, if RJ becomes all-NBA, if RJ Barrett gets all-NBA, he, he, too, might be that guy that's doing the same thing as Julius Randle's doing because he got he to gotta, he gotta make sure he gets his calls. Jay has a stronger mentality than Randall. But I, I give you an example. So you see how Randall shoves off the uh, the video assistant. And granted, people have stats like that. Like you've seen, you know, stars have stats with assistants and stuff like that. But it's alarming when you don't speak nine out of ten games. You did not speak when you scored four points and a loss, but you spoke when you scored 30 points and a loss. So you're losing points with a lot of people right now. So I, I'm just... Uh, I, I, I want to stay on topic. Man. Let's stay on topic with the rest, because Brent, I want to stay uh, on topic with the rest, because let's but, not act like uh, R.J. Barrett, first of all, uh, R.J. Barrett gets hammered, and this is a, war, a strong reputation that R.J. Barrett gets hit a lot, and the rest uh, don't call it and everybody now they call it. it now, though. They call I, I, it now. But, but what I'm trying to say is, it's uh -huh. like right. a person, you know, I, I have to say it like I'm going to say. It. it starts with the leader. If the leader is not complaining to the refs about not getting fouls, they, they're not, the refs are not going to respect nobody from the Knicks roster. And that's been happening since the Carmelo years, too. Like, yo, like Carmelo used to get hit, and he used to not get calls, and the whole roster, too, never got called. And now, so Julius Randle's like, listen, man, I got if I get fouled and I don't complain, then I'm not only not standing up for myself, I'm not standing up for my teammates. It, that's how it goes. You gotta just stay on it and listen, yo, yo, listen, how come you're not calling that? What's going on? You gotta you gotta you gotta stay on it because if not, you're soft and your whole team is soft. Yeah. You you and your whole crew is soft. <laughs> yup. Yup. Yeah, that, that's he has to do. And I bet you RJ Barrett, if you if we trade Julius Randle right now. RJ Barrett is going to have to do that work. Somebody's got to do that legwork because you can't just let the refs do what they want like that. Yo, speaking of legwork, um, this guy, Cully, got Geraldine want to drive, um, uh, what's the name, um, Tibbs, pack his bags and drive him to the airport. I don't know where they're taking him, but they, they apparently they want Tom Thibodeau out of here, man. I don't know. It's, it's so much things to complain about. The Knicks, Knicks are so all over the place that we, we go to blows and it's like so many different things that we fight over. 
you know, it got us looking crazy out here just talking about the Knicks, man. It's like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do. Right now, this is a game that we probably should have win one right now, and then you know, it's just looking ugly. I'm gonna be honest. I feel, I feel. But one of the biggest things that got me upset this year, one of the biggest sign signals, and you know, y'all might laugh at me. Nah, not we signing, bro. Speak your mind, bro. I hate what I'm you said, bro. Speak your <laughs> okay, mind. Okay, so, bro, but I'm going to say, hmm? see, not signing, not me signing, Theo Pinson, a great locker room guy, and seeing the way the locker room is this year, this locker room is, and, and look, Tim is catching heat. Randall's catching heat. Yeah. Last year, there was none of that. It was Knicks against the world, and we will ride with them. And I feel like Theo Pinson played a big role on that. And even though Kemba Walker is a great locker room guy, he is not as great as Theo Pinson was for the Knicks last year. I would trade Kemba Walker straight up for Theo Pinson. <laughs> man, how the mighty have fallen, man! Jesus Christ! They, they can't, they can't even give Theo Pinson a regular contract. He's been getting like G League contracts for like the last ten years. That's like crazy. I don't know what the he's, saying, he's he's with the Mavericks right now. He's with the Mavericks. I, I I I'm desperate for this locker room, for this for the cohesiveness of this team to like, you know, it's it's Knicks against everybody. It's not supposed to be Knicks against the fans and Knicks against each. No, no, no. This is. I won it last year. Let, let, yo, let, let's be real. Wow, let's be real. You see how we getting at each other? Me and Dahar, we getting at each other or arguing and stuff. I'm literally watching the Nick game on my phone while on Twitter spaces talking about it. <laughs> Honestly, bro, like, the Knicks need to blow it up. Um, Don't say it too loud. They, you they you, you on the way wow. to the train station? <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Yes, I'm on my way to the train station in the rain, watching the Knicks on my phone on Twitter Spaces with you guys. With, walking with, with walking towards the guard and talking about you want to blow the fucking place up. Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because, look, let's be honest, fellas. Let's be honest, right? When you're looking at this team, this, all right, we don't have to blow it up this season, right? Do you – I don't think we're going to make the playoffs with, with all honesty. So I think we should just tear it down. Yeah, I'm with it, man. We gotta. You know, I, my thing is, we gotta do something. You know, we gotta do something. Either, either, or. Either try to win, try to try to salvage the season, or just blow the, like you said, blow the whole damn thing up. Uh, my, my, again, I'm gonna say this again. Um, uh, two things. I want to one protect the locker room. So that means bringing Theo Pinson back. Two, make the plays and make the playoffs. Whatever it takes. As long as R.J. Barrett is in this team, this is. You know, I love. You know, everybody knows. Randall's my guy. I'm very hardcore with Randall. Like, that's my guy. But I also recognize the kind of person R.J. Barrett is. R.J. Barrett, if, if you, if I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I can't lose with R.J. I already know that. I already know I can't lose with this guy. You have but, to play but, to but, win. Ralph, Ralph, I love you, bro. Come to reality, Ralph. Please, <laughs> please. We both want to win tips, bro. We both want to. We, we both want to win. But my issue with what you're saying right now, brother, we don't have the talent. The hell with what RJ wants, bro. If you think for one second, so so, so, you're, so you are you okay with moving on from him because he's probably gonna want to move on. Who 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 who? I would think I would think if you want to tank and if you want to win twenty games 
or 38. No, Dahar, he won't even commit suicide. He won't, Dahar, he, I, this I, man I, won't hold be on, hold on, let, let me say it again. Let, if you just want to win 20 games or 30 games or less with R.J. Barrett, I, what happens? What, how, what if he requests a trade? A, a, a tra- yeah, you got to stop doing that, bro. You got to stop doing I, I dislike when you do that because you're saying that to support your narrative, right? So he won 21 games with R.J., he drafts his, he drafts Julius Randle's backup, right? For me personally, I look like I was right about the almighty full scene, bro. This team, if we would have tanked last season, this is a, just hear me out, love. You have two first round picks. You could have got Grimes and you could have got Suggs, any one of those guys in these top eight, right? We have no pressure on this season to perform. That's my thing with with the Knicks right now, the Knicks fans. We are pressured to perform because we made the fourth seed last season and we put all our eggs in the basket in a championship three option in Green Lantern. So, I, I mean, <laughs> I wanna, what, I what, 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 what do you he, want? I got a response to that. I got a response to that. Go, go. Right. He, he's, we've seen Cam Rush just He just got traded to New York. Great trade. We've seen Zion Williamson talking about uh, what was that thing in, 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 right before the season started with the Pelicans? You know, where you, he told that reporter, where you asked, I'm glad you asked me that question. You know, because I feel like nobody asked me what I think about, you know, with the Pelicans. And we and making clear signs that he wants out of the Pelicans. Bro, people, this Duke team, this whole Duke, Cam Radish, RJ Barrett, and, bro, they want minutes and then they want to win. Is what I'm trying to tell you. It's, this is more than just Randall taking over and making the Knicks a win team. That it's not that narrative. Once you have Duke RJ Barrett especially too, like you 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 gotta try to make at least make the playoffs, try to win and be competitive. It's what I'm trying to tell you. Like RJ Barrett, the minute they drafted him, made the Knicks a win win mode now. He, immediately. It's what I'm trying to tell you. I disagree with you, man. I disagree with that, bro. Well, I'm sorry, um, I would never agree to that. Well, Steve, I'm so sorry. Steve, check this out. Um, we, I did mention it. I mentioned this to to Rafael, or I mentioned this to you before, but I'll just bring it up again now. The whole um, uh, Chris Stapps thing. You know, it came to a point where Chris Stapps, listen, you guys are not trying to win. I want to win. Uh, this is these are my demands. And then the Knicks traded him. You know, so RJ Barrett could be in that same boat where he could be like, listen, man, you guys are not doing nothing. I don't see no forward movement. You know, so get me off this team. Then, then I just yeah. that. I disagree with that. I, I disagree with that because we are. But first of all, we don't have Steve Mills. Let's think though, right? One, two. Um, we don't have Steve Mills here. Three, we don't have Steve Mills here. So I'm I'm good right now with the infrastructure. But even I, I understand, like when we drafted RJ, like we're supposed to win and show them that we're trying to do something. I think that you can still show a young player. You're moving in the right direction if they're not winning 40, 50 games early in their career. I don't know, man, because I, I brought also brought up Paul Pierce, too. Okay. You know, they, they ended up paying Paul Pierce, and Paul Pierce was, wasn't doing nothing until they finally made those trades for KG and, and, and Ray Allen, you know? So that, it's kind of like purgatory. You put the fans in a bad spot, you put the player in a bad spot, too. Not everybody has that patience to tank like the way you. Nobody has that. You, know, you got to be very particular what player you want to draft to do what you want to do. Like, like, like the kind of stuff you're talking about, they, 
and and, and RJ Barrett, two can't do with those with those kind of people. Well, one, one thing also. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. No, no, that's it. That's like you can't do it with RJ Barrett. You can't lose a season and try to win ten games, fifteen games, and try to get a uh the number fourth pick or the number of, no a top five pick with RJ Barrett. That means you're only going to win twenty games. No, not going to happen. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, it, not going to happen. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just more, more afraid of, of um. You know, just just a guy getting pissed off, you know, you know, and then also too, I I wanted to bring up Cam. Um, Cam is here, so RJ and Cam, these guys played and play for Duke, and of course, you know, everyone was talking about Zion and stuff. Zion is basically tanking himself in in the Pelicans right now. So these guys might be on 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 um freaking um uh Facetime right now talking about yo man, if if it don't work out with the Knicks, me and you both want to go to the Pelicans or wherever, you know? Yeah, anybody trying to lose? Yeah. And now the, the now the players have so much power that um they they can do that they can say listen man this team got money all three of us gonna go there you know it doesn't matter what team we play for not the Knicks or whatever we they can play for whatever team you know as long as we play together and you know that's not a good spot for the Knicks to be you know demanding a trade and all that you know the Knicks don't want all that drama you know so they they're gonna they're gonna do it they're gonna do exactly what they did with KP if if they if it came down to that. You know, it, damn, yo, I wanted to go. I, I, yo, this was the season the Knicks were supposed to make the playoffs 1,000%. Yeah. This was my target year to win. The Knicks is going to always Nick. LOL Knicks. Why would you make the playoffs? You have two first-round picks in a COVID year. Wow. <laughs> now, now even, if, even if you guys wanted to make the play, make it for what? What 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 are we making in the what, what are we doing in the play? I I'll say this man, I feel like last season reassured to, uh, RJ to stick with New York, that in that so to speak. Like yo what man, you just wait, what you just said? I feel like RJ started to like New York. RJ's first year was kind of brutal in New York. Like there was a lot of so was drama Randy's. controversy. So was a lot of drama controversy, and then the second year. With the with with tips and go to the playoffs and, and that sort of like he we kind of as fans and as, uh-huh. as and as a front office as everything we sort of kind of won them over is what I'm trying to say. Yo, Rob, can I tell you an honest a honest truth right now? Now I don't even think Don Hard even heard me say this before. I can tell you an honest truth. All honest, this is all honesty right now. RJ Barrett last season was spooky too. I'm putting. Whatever Randall did last season with the COVID almighty fourth seed, R.J. Barrett last season was spooky too. I take what R.J. Barrett's doing this season seriously. I don't take nothing last season serious, bro. I'm so sorry, bro. I don't even care if R.J. shot 40% from three, bro. I take I, no stock in that. I think I think a lot of it right now what's going on with the team is the locker room issue, and I think that that's why I want that's why I want the Pinson back. <laughs> I think you. I want the Pinson back. I want him back. Yeah, I think the only yo, people saying is you and his mom, probably. Oh, yo, yo, we need. Yo, it's too much. Like this team is is too much against each other. Players against. No, 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 no. Too much. Yeah, man. It's not about last season. Last season was not a fluke. The Theo Pinson was was in this team now. The locker room will be better, and the and the team will probably be playing better. 
And it's not a Tibbs problem. It's, I don't think it's Tibbs. I don't even think it's Rand. I just think, like, that. I don't think there's a poor, I, I, I don't think there's a strong management of the locker room going on this well, year. Well, but check this out. I, I like yo, that. yo, Ralph. Okay. Oh, my bad, my, my bad, dog. No, no, oh. good, good. You got, you got a point. So, 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 um, I wrote a tweet earlier, Ralph, and mm-hmm. um, I said, I said this team has an accountability issue, and I also said I think those are, I think there was a couple of the arguments in the locker room. We just don't see it. So I'm gonna give you an example, brother. It's a report out that Tibbs didn't want Kemba. Tibbs benches Kemba. Interesting. A report comes out Tibbs didn't want Reddish. Tibbs benches Reddish. Is this insubordination or malpractice? What is Tibbs doing, brother? Well, let, let me. That, that's the point I was gonna make, though. Um, the the Knicks made a mistake. The front office, they instead of doubling down what, what we did well last year, what we, we, we was trying to play Smash Mouth basketball, we was trying to play defense, we was trying to rebound. Um, what what did we do? We went and got Fournier. We went and got Kemba Walker. We went and got we resigned. Uh, you know, Nerlens Noel. We resigned Burks. So I mean, like you know, if if you want to play a certain way, then we should have kept um Theo Pinson. Because he helped out with in, with the locker room and stuff like that, you know. Um, we 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 wanted to rebound. We wanted bully teams. We got destroyed because Mitchell Robinson got hurt. We should have got a center, yo. We should have got somebody to help out Mitchell Robinson in, in, in um you know up front. If you want to talk about um you know driving and stuff like that, you know um we, we, RJ wants to you know RJ is, is now RJ is the shooting guard now. I, I wanted him to be the small forward, but he's really shooting guard. So we, we should have doubled down on all those things, man. We did not do that. You know, so that, that is correct. Yeah, we, we just created a monster for no particular reason, man. So I think that's the biggest problem there. Here's what, here's another thing too I want to say. I don't mind. It's not the it's not the biggest problem in the world if Deion Rose and Tibbs disagree about Cam Reddish or not. I'm okay. I don't, I don't mind fine. that either. Yeah. Like, okay, you guys disagree. Fine. No, but we the agree, locker room is still place. We agree, we agree with you, bro. No, I, I, yeah, I agree with yeah, we agree with you, Ralph. I'm just saying I disagree with the management. I didn't, I didn't hear a piece of what you said, so I apologize. Oh, you didn't hear what I said? I just, I said, I said I don't mind if Tibbs and Leon Rose disagree about Kemba. I don't care. I don't mind if they disagree about Cam Reddish because sometimes you may like a player, may not, and when you get him in your in, in your team, you're like, you know what? He's actually pretty good or not. What you, whatever, whatever the case may be. Like you know, we heard which uh. Tibbs and a situation with Mitchell Robinson when he first got there too. Like those are oh Mitchell, he may not like Mitchell Robinson because of the situation in the play, and then they work it out. So like I'm not every. I just feel like the the locker room or, or, or like this team is very vulnerable. Like things get leaked out, like things get said, and you know things get ruffled real fast with this team now. Versus last year. Like it wasn't so much like that. It was just like more like a team. Yeah, I think we got away with that. You know, um, State made a point also too in um, in um, in another spaces. Uh, I can't I can't get forgetting the guy's name at the, at the moment. But you you're just saying like it's tradition. See, San Antonio has a tradition. You know, of course they got Popovich there, but they did that for like twenty years. You know, um, Utah has a tradition. They had they started with um with John Stockton and them guys, and even to this day, the way even with Mitchell Robinson, not Mitchell Robinson, Donovan Mitchell. And um, Rudy Gay, I mean Rudy, not Rudy Gay. Um, you know Rudy Gobert and whatever. They have a tradition. They're trying to do. You know, they're trying to keep the same thing going. You know, that's the identity of the team. You know, throughout throughout time, even even the Lakers. 
you know, they always they always want to get a big man and they, they want to push pace for like a multifaceted player like Magic, LeBron, that type of thing. These guys have a tradition that they, they they uphold. The Knicks are not carrying on tradition, man. So the last time that we won um um in the 60s and, and in the 70s, we won playing team ball. You know, we 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 um uh, we drafted well. We went and traded for the right guys. You know, that they, they matched together, and we kept the same um format. We won one championship with one group of guys. We we took a year off, and we they, I think the the Knicks still made it to the finals that next year. And then the year after that, we retooled and we got Pearl and all those guys. And then we kind of yep. got away from that. You know what I'm saying? And then like fast forward to Ewing, we did the same thing for for 15 years. For no, excuse me, for 13 years, we played with the Knicks a certain way. You know what I'm saying? And yep. we we just never. We just never got back to that shit, man. And I think yeah. that's the problem. So, um, Dodd, I love you, man. Uh, Ralph, I love you, man. Hopefully, y'all still more than 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on my way to my house now. Um, I am I am distraught and I'm disappointed in the season. Good evening, man. But at the end of the day, I'm a Nick fan till I die. It's about the front of the jersey, not the back. Um, and let's see, man. Let's see if we can turn the season around. If we can't, they have to get me Jaden Ivey. That's that's my only wish. I got you, man. I'm with you. Yo, get get home safe, man. Don't get fucking robbed okay. talking to me when you're looking at your phone and yeah. shit. Nah, 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 man. I'm good, man. I got my Knicks gear on. They don't rob Knicks fans, man. They, everybody <laughs> love Knicks fans. Oh, that's true. That's true. They, they don't make fans that got no money neither, man. We freaking broke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I love you guys, man. Oh, I'll see you tomorrow. Um... Whoever's in the in the Twitter spaces, I appreciate you guys. If he's still, if he's still, if he's still, um, uh, if y'all still recording in about twenty minutes, I'll jump right back on and we can continue talking next. Well, we're gonna keep it up man, because right. um, there's a bunch of people in the in this um Twitter spaces now, man. So I just made you a a co-host, Mr. Ralph, man. So um, we, we're gonna get it popping. Anybody else is listening? Sure. If you want to chime into this thing, man, you just um just pop in and we can have a continue this conversation. Shout out to everybody that's on YouTube. There, you know, YouTube is is popping still. Uh, shout out to Geraldine. You got I am Jarrell there. Shop Powers is there. Um, uh, nineteen Con Man is there. Uh, brother BKL Contreras is there. You know, shout out to you guys. I see you guys writing novels and stuff, but I'm I'm reading and I appreciate you guys' contribution. But um, you know, if anybody else in Twitter and Twitter Spaces want to come on and and um just give you a points about the game tonight or just anything else that's on your Nick's mind right now, just um hit us up. State should be back, man. If, if he's still rocking, yeah, man. So you know, just just the whole point that we're, that we're trying to say here, man, is that these Knicks, you know, it's it just it's just very frustrating, man. You know, the, the whole point about uh, tradition. What, what do you what do you think about that, um, Mr. Ralph? I don't know. I mean, you made some good points. The only thing I just want to repeat, right? I just want to re- repeat again myself is, you know, trade Campbell, trade Campbell for Theo Pinson, and open up benches for maybe Miles McBride and. Um, I don't know about I don't know about Amanda quickly playing playing point guard, but if I could trade if I could trade uh Kemba to 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 Dallas, I'll do I'll do that in a heartbeat right now. Yeah, I would do it too, man. I, I don't I, re- I don't really know what they're trying to do there. They they definitely have no they they they're they're like um starving for talent over there in Dallas. So I mean, getting Kemba Walker, you know, coming out off the, off the bench, maybe maybe playing more where he used to the way that he used to play, you know, in in the past, you know, at least being a scorer. You know, because the Knicks are not even trying to create any kind of office for him. They just want him to be a spot-up shooter, and that's not his game. You know, so maybe if he goes over there, since they have Luka, you know, they, they might be able to um, to get some action involved in, involved with Kemba. So, I mean, that, that makes sense. You know, but, you know, Deal Pinson, we got to get more than Deal Pinson, though. <laughs> what do you think about that, man? 
Right, right, right. I'm just saying, I, I don't care if I get a second round or first round, whatever it takes. I, 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 at this point, whatever it takes to get this locker room right and get this team to, you know, motivate it. Because, you know, the thing is, like, he's very, he's very positive. And this team, like, I mean, this first half of the season, like, so many, I feel like there's a lot of holes to this team. You see, like, you know, last year's team, I mean, we had Alpha Payne, and we were, we were dogging them. We were dogging Alpha Payne. But the team itself was, I mean, it seemed, at least to me, uh, you know, that, that they were like, you know, they were functioning as a unit. And, um, well, let, let me throw a section, man. Like, would you, would you take Alpha Payne back today? <laughs> I know, I know everybody would like to want to spontaneously take <laughs> a bus, you know, but <laughs> I would rather have Alpha right now than, than Kemba the way Kemba's been playing. Oh my God, you're right. Right. <laughs> you know, just for the simple fact that, that at least Alpha Payne is going to lock, lock up whoever's in front of him, you know? We, you know, we, we need that. And, and if we, if we got, Alpha, right. at least maybe we'll play quickly a little bit more because we need the offense or whatever, you know? I, it, it, I, I think you're right. My whole thing is I, since we got Miles McBride, that that might be that might be the reason. But you know, I don't. I, I'm not sure Miles McBride can start. Like, what's? Well, here's my question to you: Why is it that Derrick Rose does not? I mean, when he gets healthy, why is it that he has to come off the bench regardless? Even with the, even though Kemba got torn cartilages and everything, Derek, Kemba Walker was starting over Derrick Rose. What's the point of that? Why why is that happening? I don't know, but but here's the thing too. Everyone keeps saying that we need a point guard. We technically got a whole shitload of point guards. We got Kemba, we got freaking IQ, we got Miles McBride, and we got Derrick Rose. So I mean, like, here's the like to go to your point. You say Derrick Rose, how come he's not starting? That's a good um point, man. If we if we get um Fox, let's say if we get Fox, and we still got Randall, or let's say if we get even CJ or whoever else, um, uh, Jalen Brunson. If you get any of these guys, you know, uh, if they're starting, we're gonna have the same um situation because Tom Thibodeau was there. You know, and then we're gonna have the same situation that um that the reason why Rose doesn't play well um starting for us, you know, it, it just butts heads on what Tom Thibodeau's trying to do out there with with Randall and um and this guy RJ man. So I just feel like 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 is is there something that we don't know that like is Derrick Rose like strong arming that he hey man I prefer to play with this because he's getting fifteen million dollars. You don't think that eats into the cap space fifteen million dollars? Yeah, that's a big point too. Especially somebody, somebody that that you signed to to come off the bench, you paid him fifteen. Um, that's starters minutes. That's starters money right there. I'm sorry, starters money. Kemba, he should be making close to what Kemba's got. Kemba's making like eight something. You know, so that doesn't. And after... Yeah. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Finish, finish. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was gonna say, and that's why you see a lot of Alec Burks. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, you, you know, you wonder why you see so much Alec Burks is because. You know, you see so much less of your fifteen million dollar guy, Derrick Rose. Yeah, well, you know, if if let's say let's say if Rose was healthy and we had Burke starting point, as the point guard, Rose coming off the bench, um, that that makes it work. You know, because it, it gives Rose a chance to play with the, the um, you know, with quickly. It, it it made sense at the time with Obi and all that stuff. It, it just made the bench so much better. So you know, having that, the, having that guy where you can um take out Burks and maybe slide Burks to the two and have Rose come in, that type of thing. You know, it, it works in, in that way. You know, but uh, you know, I don't know, man. We we, we just we just kind of stuck between a, a rock and a hard place with these Knicks, man. You know, you know, we lost tonight. Yeah. Are, are but you, here's my thing. Yeah. Here's my thing. I I just feel like I question right. 
if I should be so mad, because you know me, I want to trade Kemba for Theo Pinson, right? Right. But my question to you is, did, does Kemba have any business starting from after, off the gate? Like, would you start him from game one? Like, what business does he have starting over Derrick Rose? Is my question. Like, I just don't understand that part. Um, which player? Kem- uh, starting, starting Kemba for Rose? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, how, look, Rose has more experience. He's, he played for us last year. And yet, Kemba Walker comes in. We sign him. Uh, it was trade for him. And he, yet, yeah, he's starting over Derrick Rose. Like, why, why did that happen? I, I don't get that part. Well, you know, we we had the bench mob. That, that was they were almost about to make t-shirts and shit for for the guys, you know, Obi and everybody. It which actually was pretty good. We went when um when we were winning last year, Burks, Rose, quickly, um, Nerlens Noel and Obi Toppin, they they kind of held us down a lot last year. You know, the when the bench when the um bench came in, it kind of took the lead and then Randall and those guys set the table and that's how we were winning games last year. So they uh, so coming into the season, I think they tried to keep that by adding Kemba Walker, we're supposed to add another element to it, and it just backfired. And then, you know, Fournier took, like, half the season to get, you know, to figure out how to play again. So it's like, you know, we, we just got stuck, man. We, we just we just made um, – I think we might have made too many, too many um, like, like rash decisions with the with the way that we did – you know, trying to, trying to change or trying to up – have more firepower, change the tempo of the game. I think we went a little bit too hard, too left, away from what we were doing before. You agree with that? At all? You know, you know, who, you know who's 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 avoiding a lot of heat up here is maybe Leon Rose. Yeah, man, he he's sitting right there in plain sight, not you know, not saying anything. Also, too, Worldwide West, you know, the guy doesn't even have a real name. <laughs> he's like a freaking superhero and shit, you know. So, I mean, I haven't seen any magic. Nobody's using their superpowers. You got the super agent Leon Rose and and, and Worldwide West and the Knicks are st- uh, sitting down with the all with not just one finger, all ten fingers st- shoved up their ass. You know what I'm saying? Like what what are they doing? You know what what what's, hope, what's the next move? We did more. We did more. We, the, last year we had fifteen million dollars in cap space available, and we did more. And yet you he he is Kimber Walker. You know we're paying him eight million dollars. I don't know. What, I, you know we already know what that is. We, we, we give Derrick Rose a nice contract, $15 million this year, because last year he was only getting like seven mil or seven and a half. So we give him a nice contract, but he doesn't start. And yet he's not working out with, with Julius, with Julius Randle and the starters. So it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, man, we're stuck. We, we're looking crazy right now. We're looking crazy. It's, it's like, you know, the, the conversation is just kind of like looping. But you know, we, we just we, right now we just kind of just like waiting for the front office to figure out where where they're dividing the line in in, in the sand. You know, how how are you with like let's say um just you know the fact that people say that they want the front office to 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 speak to the fans. Do you think that's necessary? You know, I I don't know. You know, I'm just you got you know what it is. I'm I'm really thinking about that CJ McCollum idea right now, yeah. which I really don't want to. I really don't want to spend. I really don't want to trade a lot of, but it, it has to start. You have to, you have to move Kimball. If I could move Fournier for, for for CJ, I'm doing it in a heartbeat, right? I'm doing. I'm jumping on that quick, right? And you know, I, and if I have to, I mean, I don't know. It's it's stressful, man. Well, I mean, they got rid of that that um that kid um that they had um that they had just signed. What's his name? Norman Powell. They got rid of Norman Powell. 
right? So um, if if they was to get Fournier back there to replace Norman Powell, you know, I don't know if that makes sense. Does, does that make sense for Portland going forward? Because I mean, it is. Oh yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Because he, he he's uh, you're replacing a shooting guard, right? Right. You know, you you're replacing a six foot three CJ for six foot seven Evan Fournier. Okay, and then we're gonna have to give him some draft picks, right? So it's gonna be at least let's just one. say let's just say for yeah, let's just say what if it's Fournier and Mitch? Are you doing that for CJ? I don't know. Well, Fournier and Mitch. Well, you know, you know they have um, Nurkic, Nurkic over there too, man. Nurkic, Nurkic is pretty good. He's he's injury prone. Yeah. So injury prone Nurkic. Yeah. So what what do you what do you say to that? What if what if that that's what it comes down to? Evan Fournier and, and and Mitchell Robinson for for CJ for CJ McCollum. You know, I think I think you have to do it for for uh, for me to, to get the talent here, offensive talent. Because I mean, you know, a lot of people don't agree with this. A lot of people have a lot of energy towards Mitchell Robinson. They love Mitchell Robinson because they see they see Tyson Chandler when they see Mitchell Robinson. To tell you the truth, you know, they see Marcus Camby. That's what they see. But you know, um, right. not for nothing. For somebody that all all, all he's going to give you is um, a rebounding and blocking shots, dunks and shit like that. It's not like he's going to create offense or any or make anybody better around him. He's just um, doing a job. So I mean, we can we can do that job by committee. You know, like we we, we talked about it before. Um, well, even last year we we um we, we were functional with Nerlens as well. So I mean, we we can we can get a, a three team guy, um, you know, three headed monster at center just to hold it down as long as we put resources in a good spot. Because it's not not like we're talking about trading for Fournier and we're going to trade Mitchell Robinson for Fournier. We're talking about putting him in the deal to get C.J. McCollum. You know, so that's different than than trading for a Fournier. You, you get me? So like a, like right. like a fourteen point a game score compared to like a twenty one game uh, point score for the last uh, six or seven years, you know. So it's a whole different ball. So that's that's a pretty good starting five. If you if you have CJ McCollum as your point guard, maybe you put you put RJ Barrett as your shooting guard, uh, Cam Reddish to play the three, and then you have uh, Julius Randle play the four, and then you guess Nernest Noel play the five. Yeah, you know. People don't want Nerlens. I don't want Nerlens well on the team too, man. But I mean, I mean it's just for, it's just, just. I mean, if it was a mid-season trade, Nerlens Noel will have to start, right? And then also too, there's also centers out there. Let's say um, uh, one of the Lopez brothers, one of the Lopez guys is on Orlando. He can easily be be had for like, you know, for a second round pick or something like that, just to just to get that guy on here, right? You know, to help double down on the center. So now, if if you got a Robin Lopez with Nerlens Noel. That takes the um the pain away from losing Mitchell Robinson. It's not it's not replacing him, but it's like um putting a band-aid on it. But at the same time, we we just picked up extra talent on the wings and stuff. So I, I think that that makes sense. Yeah, so so basically you could also um upgrade Jericho Sims contract. You know, I I've seen that before, right? But you could just say, Hey, listen, for now on you're not in a two-way contract, you're now in a in a regular season contract, right? Like they did you remember seeing some people I think that happened with Trier. Like a lot of Trier, like that happened when they said, you know what? Forget forget the regular contract. Forget the two-way contract. You're in the, uh, you're in the regular contract. And we just have Jericho Sims back up. There is the world. And we have Taj Gibson. So that's what do you think about that? Yeah, definitely. That's, that's, that's definitely a way to go. Just to, um, open up the two-way contract for somebody else to take it. Uh, speaking of that, right. we, we got Luca Samanik. Is, is he on a two-way? Right, but he's a power. Isn't he a power forward? 
that's the last that's the last position I want to look at. Yeah, you know, but I mean, it, just just to add the extra mix, because I mean, people are afraid to trade away Obi Toppin, but like I said, we do have that talent coming off off in, in the G League as well. So there's so many different ways that we can go with this. That wouldn't be a bad idea as long as long as we are upgrading a position. I think that's the most important spot. We have to upgrade um, the positions if we if we're going to be giving away guys like that. You know, right. And also um, the idea the way also I like Jericho Simpson because I like the way he played against Clint Capella. And also he's a he's a he's a decent shot blocker. So you know Jericho Sims, you know I like that they could possibly grab another two way contract. That'd be interesting. I'm, I'm... I know I'm thirsty to win, man. I feel like this this I, I love roster building. I, I like talking about you know how we can get the team better and stuff like that. But it's just frustrating just sitting here because we're just talking, you know, we're just enjoying it or whatever. But it's frustrating because we can't do nothing about it, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish we had a vote or a say in, in what these um these um these teams do. So, I mean, you know, I was asking before, like, you know, it, it would be nice to hear what Leon Rose have to say just for our own psyche. Sanity. For our own sanity, also. Yeah, man. My whole thing is, that, my whole thing about CJ McCollum is I know him to be play 40 games, 50 games, or 60 games. Like, I don't, I'm not sure if he's like that durable as you would like him to be because, you know, we all love his numbers. We all see the highlights. But we don't, but, but, you know, but we don't see those games where, where you don't see him playing. You're wondering, where is he? And it's like 30 games into the season and, and you, haven't, you still haven't seen C.J. McCollum. So I just want to remind you, like, the idea to trade for C.J. McCollum, yeah, is great, but because of we see his handle, we see him uh, his jump his jump shot, but like there are games like look at Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is great to have, but how, how many he's been gone for? He's been gone for a while, right? Yeah, my my pops is asking on 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 um YouTube right now. When is he coming back? He's coming. He's supposed to be coming back right after the All Star break. So I think most. I'm trying to tell you, like yeah. Well, get rough. I think um, Ralph lost the connection. He's coming back in, but you know that that's the thing. We 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 just have to be patient with with um what we want to do with the Knicks and just how how they can grow. You know, I, it, it is frustrating. I, I know guys on on Twitter Spaces now. They're all over the internet talking about the Knicks, man. So, um, you know, Ralph, I know I know you got disconnected there, man. But just um to send another request or and it just pop right back in. You'll be able to pop right back in. There you go. There you go, Mister Ralph. All right, you should be back, Ralph. You hear me? You hear me? Yep, I hear you good, man. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Keep on talking. Well, no, um, you know, just just the just the whole like trying to figure out what, what to do. I I just feel like we we just kind of strapped. I don't, you know, you know, it, it's fun to talk about it, but I I really want I you know I want the Knicks to draw a line in the sand and just let us know what they want to do. I think whatever move they do do will let us know, and then we then we can we can like talk more on that side of things rather than just like on both sides kind of going crazy, you know. Well, you know, I, I, I'm a believer that whatever you do last year is, you know, you're going to tell me the same thing this year. So, mid-season, the only trade that did was for Derrick Rose. And even after Mitchell Robinson got hurt, they, I think they signed Nerlens, not Nerlens, it's something, Novell Pell. Remember Novell Pell? Yeah. So, they, they signed Novell Pell. And then they made another small trade to acquire more second-round picks. They traded for 
remember the trailer? They, they traded away Ignis Brzdyskis, right? And they, they, they just, they just, you know, they, you know, they uh, paid off Terrence Ferguson, and that's it. So, and we still have fifteen million dollars available, and they still didn't look to sign uh, to replace Mitchell Robinson. So I feel like you're gonna give me more of that until you prove me otherwise. That's the way I look at this with the Knicks. Right. Well, this this one thing that that I'm afraid of. Um, Derrick Rose is coming off of injuries. Thirty three years old, right? Um, last year he averaged fourteen point nine. This year he averaged twelve. I'm hoping the Knicks don't think just just getting Derrick Rose back healthy is enough. You know, I I just hope that that's not the case. That 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 would aggravate the the shit out of me, man. You know, because I mean I feel like we have an opportunity to m- maneuver guys around and add some extra help. You know. Um, Derek Rose, of course, he's gonna be he's gonna come in, he's gonna provide us with with a little bit of help, you know. But I mean, on the other side of things, we still need we still need extra help in other other areas, man. So I, I think it, it would be a catastrophe if, if we did not do that. Because I mean, you know, we're we're not tanking. We all know that we're not tanking. So if you're not tanking, let's help the guys out if we have the, the um the resources to do so. That's where I'm at with it. What okay, Joe, I know you're big on CJ McCollum. What's another area you're looking to improve? Well, in the off season, you know, we, we were talking about Andre Drummond. You know, I, I know a lot of people don't want to hear about Andre Drummond, but just I, I'm just thinking for the simple fact of, of what we were doing. So I know in the playoffs, we we needed inside help, you know, because Randall was by himself getting his ass beat. We was praying for Mitch Robinson to come back. Mitch Robinson is always hurt, but also too looking at looking at the games and stuff. Even though Mitch Robinson is there, even though Randall's there, we still need more muscle. So my thing is, I feel like we should, we we need an upgrade at center. It would have been nice to get like a um like a Cousins, because just for the simple fact that he would have been like a minimum player, you know. But at least he's going to give you some production. So have him in the mix just just to be there to help Mitchell Robinson out, you know. So so there won't be so much pressure for him to do everything, you know. And also you know with Randall, we just give guys relief, you know, and and things that we do well, you know. That that's that's the main thing for me, man. We you know guys need help. You know, and you know, point guard is important too, though. But but go ahead. Well, so that's a good question. Would you throw Nernis Noel in the, in the first for Clint Capella? For Clint, hell yes, Clint Capella, yeah. Because um, because Clint Capella to me, I, I think he's just a better rebounder. You know, I, right. I you know, I think I think well at that point too that it, it puts a, uh, a wrench in things too because we still have Mitch Robinson, we got to pay him. So if you get Clint Capella, Clint Capella's already paid. You know, so do do we um pay? Do we keep Clint Capella now and then still pay Mitchell Robinson too? Well, you, you, most likely you'll trade him to get CJ McCollum anyways. Oh, Mitchell Robinson. I'm saying you trade you trade. Uh, I mean, how we gonna? Yeah, that's a good question. But my whole thing is you have to factor in that rookie deals are good because. You know, it allows you to get a player like Clint Capella. But Mitchell Robinson is, is, is good for his contract. But that's why we trade. First of all, would you trade Mitchell Robinson to get Clint Capella or would you trade Mitchell Robinson to get CJ McCollum? Uh, I don't, well, in Atlanta, they have um, that, um, um, I, I can't pronounce his name. Is the, 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 they do. Onyeka. Yes. He's playing awesome. You know, he looks really good playing with them there, man. So they might be looking to get rid of C.J. McCollum. So uh, not C.J. McCollum, um, you know, Clint Capella. They might actually be looking to get rid of him. So, I mean, the, you know, for, for guys that say, who's going to replace Mitchell Robinson if we do that? Yo, Clint Capella. <laughs> Clint Capella could come in here and do exactly what Mitch Robinson's doing and probably better, I think, you know, because he at least he's going to uh, solidify, um, you know, secure those defensive rebounds, you know, and, you know, and, and, he, and he could also do a hook shot. 
you know, he could do those type of things to help us out, you know, and that's what, you know, Randall needs. You know, so I'll be... I'll be my, whole, hmm? my, my, my whole thing is the, the idea to trade Nernis Noel in the first for Clint Capella is that Clint Capella earns like $8 million more than Nernis Noel. So I am trying to... I am paying attention to the salary cap, mm-hmm. but I do understand that we've got to pay $8 million more. But I also heard that next year's contract, next year's salary cap is going to go higher. Right. I don't. I don't know the whole details, but they. To the, so, so we don't have to worry about Clint Capella's. Like that, I think that trade could work. Some work, you know, whatever. Like it's a good example. It's just not. It's not the greatest example, but. Well, you talked about eight billion, right? So Nerlens Noel and Kemba together for for Clint Capella works. Right. Right. You know, and then I, think, I, I would do that. I yeah. would do that right now. Yeah, I think Atlanta they might need they might be looking for a backup point guard to help um uh, uh Clay Trey Young yeah Trey Young yeah so that might be something something that we can do and then now since you have Clint Capella maybe you keep Mitch to to help out Clint Capella inside or like you said we yeah. put Mitch Robinson in another deal to get somebody else to fill up another spot. But I mean, once we got those, you know, once we get all those rebounds, I think we're good. Yeah. And then also too, Clint Capella is a really a very good rim protector, and and, and I'm I'm more afraid of Clint Capella than I am Mitchell Robinson to tell you the truth. If I'm yeah, I'm, I think I, I think I think Mitchell Robinson is going to be scary three years now. I, I, I saw that I saw that alley oop that RJ gave Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, I don't know which one was more impressive, the alley oop or the or that Mitchell Robinson did, did a three six, trying to do a three sixty dunk, and that's. That's what I really liked about Mitchell Robinson in his rookie, in his first two years with the Knicks. It's like, well, this guy's catching alley oops with three sixty bounce. Yeah, like, that's what we like. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that, that's a big difference though, because I mean, Mitchell Robinson was like, uh, what, like a buck fifteen, buck, uh, it's buck two, it's gonna be two fifteen, two twenty five, maybe. He done gained like, you know, like way too much weight now, man. So he can't get up like how he used to. He's not his reaction athletically is not the same as as it used to be. He's a different player now, you know. Yeah, that's true because he used to get bullied though. RG, RG, uh, Mitchell Robinson, right. like the centers used to come through there. And Mitchell Robinson used to have like six fouls right away. So, but now that's sort of this game, I'm like, yo, if he can start doing that, that is that is something that I really like about Mitchell Robinson. Like, the athleticism is, you know, is important. So, especially yeah. when you're trying to be a good shot blocker, like the way he can be. Yeah, Clint Capella, I'm looking at stats now. Clint Capella, he's averaging 14 and 12 over the last, what is this, um, five years? 14 and 12, man, with 1.7 blocks. You know, still shooting 62% from the field. And and this is a guy that can actually make layups, you know? That's one thing about Mitchell Robinson that frustrates me. He can't he can't necessarily make layups like like on uh, like certain guys, you know? Yeah, but you know what I'm liking about him is that we're, what we're seeing, he's starting to he's starting to fight back when he gets those rebounds. Like it's not, it's and it's, he did it against the Lakers. If, if if somebody misses a rebound, he catch the ball, and he's not just looking to put it up, but like he will he will shove people out. He will shove you too. Like he's becoming good at shoving people. You know what I mean? Like I, that's something that I'm start slowly starting to like yo, but like he's starting to like shove people. So that's that's a good thing. And you know he puts it he puts it back strong. And then on top of that, you can counter him for alley use. But um. 
Well, that's the thing that's too. What I, it is. Yeah, I, I wish Mitchell Robinson would, would be more like um, aggressive and just disgusting. You know, it's one thing you standing there getting the rebounds and dunking back, but it's a whole other thing of, of of instilling your will in the paint and making guys fear you down there. To me, that's that's the problem. He like people don't really fear him down there. He's down there kind of complaining, wailing his arms and that type of thing. But if, if he was aggressive to the point where where he was like like annoying, like if if, if um if teams came in there, like opposing big men came in there, it was like oh shit, I gotta fucking deal with Mitch Robinson today. You know, I, I feel like they don't have that fear for him in in, in the paint. You well, know, that's a good point. But my whole thing is, you have to be mindful that Mitchell Robinson in his draft class. One of the best ones, and it takes years for a center to get good. Like, yeah, it, it, your first three years, you don't get good in first, your first three or four years. It takes five, six years. Like Rudy Gobert, you know, he was drafted twenty thirteen. You know, Mitchell, you know, Nernis Noel was good now. Six, five or six years later, his first years, now he wasn't that good. And, and most, so most of the time, yeah, it takes, it takes, you know. It takes years for a cemetery to, to, you know, to get a good footing to, to, in, the, in, in their position. I agree with that. You know, even a guy like Clint Capella, we were talking about Clint. It took Clint maybe like two or three years, you know, to, to get himself together, too, because he, he wasn't averaging 14, you know, 12, 14 rebounds a game early on. He was he, he was coming off the bench. You know, same thing with, with right. you know, Mitch had a lot of injuries and stuff, uh, messing around with his weight and all that type, that type of thing. So I mean, next year he might be might be able to cross that threshold of being that walk in the gym, you know, double double, you know, that type of thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, but you know, right now the the Knicks we're lacking is such a, so much so many other uh, positions that you know we're, we're kind of between the rock and a hard place. Like, what what do we where do we put our resources? Because it is a thing too. If we, if we put the money into Mitchell Robinson and pay him, pay that man. So how do we get um better in other positions though? You know, how do we? He, get- he, I want to ask you, who do you think Tom Thibodeau likes more, R.J. Barrett or Mitchell Robinson? What's your guess? I don't know, man. Like he, he, um, you know, Tom Thibodeau is old school, so he he put he threw R.J. under the bus, you know, early in the year, talking about that he needs to get back in the gym and start shooting more, you know, you know, kind of throwing him under under the bus. R.J. didn't really address it. R.J. just stepped up and started playing better. You know, same same thing with Mitchell Robinson. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, first of all, first of all. It's better that Tibbs does it because nobody can say nothing. Everybody turns, oh, if anybody criticizes RJ Barrett, they're a hater. But I'm kind of glad, like, that, 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 that Tom Thibodeau can, can say something like that. You're like, yo, Tip, yo, yo, RJ, stop working at your man. Because RJ has one of the coldest streaks. He has one month, two months, three months of a cold streak. And, 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 and anybody who says anything is like, oh, you're RJ hater. Stop, you know, stop hating on RJ. It's not his fault. It's Julius Randle's fault. Julius Randle's trying to turn him into a corner, into a spot-up shooter. This, that, and the third. Versus R.J. Barrett needs to be a shooter. He needs to play his role. Like, you know, I, I mean, I like R.J.'s. His layups are good. I like his layups, boy. I like his passing. But don't tell me that I don't, I, you know, I, I definitely would want R.J. to shoot the three ball and shoot in a, in a good clip. I, I'm not. You know, versus early in the season, you know it's good to watch him now. But but early in the season, for his shot, oh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, man. You know, uh, Myth and somebody on YouTube, his, his name is Myth. He's saying that I'm hating on Mitch. You know, um, they also commented on on RJ and stuff like that. But it, it's the thing is, it's the same thing like like I was saying about Mitchell Robinson with the, with um, being nasty. You know, he needs to get more nasty in there. RJ as well. 
So I think Tom Thibodeau calling RJ out helped RJ kind of get the nasty out. Because I'm quite sure that, that that pissed him off, you know, being called out in the media like that. You know, so, you know, for, for him to be that that second guy, the lead guy, the guy you want to run the offense through, the guy that you want to to put the, you know, the franchise on your shoulder, you have to be a nasty. You have to be disgusting. You know, you have, you have to be, you have to want it. You have to be, you know, you have to be that guy. And, and just like, I feel like that um the, it takes, you know, I feel like um RJ was kind of just like settling, you know, for, for mediocrity, you know? I, again, I want to add, I like the fast pace of RJ and Randall because after, like, if somebody introduced that to Julius Randall, that's definitely RJ Barrett. So much credit to RJ Barrett with this whole Julius Randall fast pace game. Much credit to him. Yeah. But still, but still, we got to, you know, RJ Barrett got to be, become a better jump shooter. And he still needs to continue to work on his shot because, like, you know, I like this game. I like the fast pace. But if you don't got a jump shot, it's a problem. Yeah, you, you have to get better. Yo, can I say something real quick? Yeah, man. So I'm watching the end of the game. And I don't like this team, bro. I want to trade. Um, I, I, I'm going to give you a specific thing that I saw that really blew mine. And I'm really done with this current problem. So at the end of the game, they had a jersey swap. And I don't know if y'all seen R.J. Barrett's face looking at the other players talking to Utah players, but he looks pissed. <laughs> and when I mean pissed, he looked like, yo, these dudes look unserious. So, yeah, Ralph, maybe you got a point about Thank you. tanking while we drafted R.J. Yo, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. So, I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted, man. I'm disgusted. <laughs> So you guys are gonna start like uh, making out or something now? You guys are. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. And another thing too, yo, let's let's start doing um more Twitter Spaces. The reason why I wanted to start doing more Twitter Spaces, I feel like well, I just got a DM, and it was from a Knicks fan, and he basically said, "State, I want you, Evil, and those guys to start your own spaces because I feel like nobody censors us when we do certain things." So, nah, man, we, we definitely got to do more of these, bro. We got to do more of these, bro. Yeah, I'm with it. To, to me, it's easier because I, I have the ability to take phone calls and stuff like that. But, I mean, it, to me, the phone call thing, like, it's 2022. Nobody really uses the phone like that. So, it's, like, weird when I'm texting somebody on Twitter and they're like, hey, man, here's my number. Text me. Like, bro, I'm already texting you. You know what I'm saying? If I want to call you, we can actually do FaceTime on, on every single app. So, it's kind of weird. So, I mean, you right. know, Twitter Spaces does work a lot, man. So, for those that are on YouTube... And you actually want to get into the conversation? Just go follow. Um, you can follow State. Follow um, follow all of us. Follow State. Follow Rafael Diaz. All of our stuff on on um, on Twitter, and then we can get the conversation going. Yo, shout out to God of Knicks. I see God of um, I see Apollo is um, is in the Twitter spaces too, man. If you want to pop in, Apollo just um, just send a request, my brother. You know, look. Damn, look yo, this is is this yo yo. This might be the most disappointing Knicks team I've ever I've ever like. Watch in my last 21 years. Really? Every other year. Yeah. I, every other year, I knew we wasn't going to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had no expectation. Probably one season. That 2012-2013 season. Remember the first game we smoked Miami? We smoked their boots on their home floor. First game of the season. And I said, yo, we can win the chip. That, <laughs> like, the Knicks is, yo, I hate watching this team, bro. I really do. 
because it's not it's not the team, it's not the players. It's really the coach this time. Dead serious. <laughs> it's like everything God. every year, so it's something. So what's up? What's up, Garda? You gotta turn your mic off to speak. What's good, man? Yo. Yo, hey, can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you loud and clear, my Yes, brother. we can, sir. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> it's all like like you're sleeping on the couch or something, man. You you, you in the doghouse today? I definitely today? was. I was. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. It's just a, it was a late night. It was a late night. So, uh, wife is already get to sleep. It's only a long time we get, so, you know what I mean? Gotta yeah, I take feel you. I feel you, I feel you. So, what's your thoughts on, on all this stuff, man? We, we've we been talking for a while, man. So, you know, what's your thoughts on the Knicks right now? <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> I'm right, I'm right with y'all. Like, you know, um, something has to be made, like, a move has to be made. Uh, it's just, it's just too, too many uh, log jams at different positions. You know, what I mean, the fact that we only see Cam Reddish play when Kemba doesn't play, like, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, it's just too many, too many guys playing the same position. You know, what I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's up with Julius either. You know, what I mean? he played well. He played well today. You know, what I mean, and this is how he gets us. He gets us every time. He plays well, and we're like, oh, yeah, see, Julius plays well. Then he starts cursing his teammates out or something, and then get. But you know, you know, I, I um. I digress, you know. I mean, hopefully, as we always say, hopefully he can get it together. So I don't know why. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, he can get it together right in Cali. Yeah, right in Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento is <laughs> a good place to raise kids out here, man. That's what I heard too. <laughs> and, and and don't get me wrong, God up. I love Rand. I love what he did last season. I respect it. But at the end of the day, his time is up, bro. I I I can't watch this product anymore. His ego is just too big for him. Yeah, man, this it's just I, I I keep hearing like people are hitting me up like telling me like oh I have, I know somebody who works at the guard saying that part like Julius is arguing in front of office. I'm like I don't know if Steve and yeah, that kind of stuff why you say that, but I don't know, man. Like if if that kind of stuff is true, like you kind of gotta like even if he's playing well, like why would you want that to you know what I mean be around your team like while y'all losing? On top of that, just just doesn't make. Yo, um, Julius Randle lives on the Lower East Side, man. It's like this big building right on the on the freaking um, uh, East Side Highway, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's like a big ass building there, like right next to projects and all this whatever. So he be walking the streets. So so there's people that that I know they've seen him in the streets, and he's just like he's he he has that negative um like I don't know what he think. I don't know if he's thinking from Brownsville or whatever the fuck. He just has this aura about him that he's like a Mr. T or something like that. So that's what I'm hearing from people that they're living on the lower east side. They're seeing him out there because he's like like I said, he, he's bringing his kids to the stores. They, he even has a commercial. They said that he literally be doing it, walking the streets with his family and stuff like that. But he just has this this like Mr. T kind of attitude about, about things. So, you know, maybe this attitude, I mean, you know, maybe this attitude thing really, really is something, man. So I maybe he does need to like get the hell out of here. Standoffish, he's saying like he's standoffish. Yeah, like super standoffish. Yeah. You know, just like just a dick for no reason. Shit hurts my heart. This shit, I never. And I don't want to just. I don't want to just ship him out, and I don't want to act like I dislike dude. It's I don't know, man. His, his body language is bad. He takes bad shots. He turns it on when he feels like playing, and he turns it off. So tonight, right, 
uh, Apollo. You said he played well. I thought he played horrible. <laughs> and the reason why I thought he played horrible is because, yeah, he probably played well in the regular standards of the game. But as a number one option, he played terrible. He played terrible. He terrible defense, backdoor cuts all night. RJ played terrible too. He shot horrible tonight. But the difference was, RJ was hustling. That's all I asked for. Just hustle. Even if you play bad. And he doesn't even do that. No, I, I know what you see. You, you're saying you want them to lead by action. And that's like, and that's that's the thing with me and RJ. Even when RJ is playing bad, like shooting bad, even when RJ is shooting bad, it's usually when he's playing bad, it's not like he's doing all kinds of craziness all over the place. Sometimes he has a high turnover game, a high, a bad shooting game. But RJ usually exerts the behavior body language of the defense. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how he's playing, he doesn't let his play affect everybody else around him. And that's the difference between the two of them. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, you want your best player to have that trait. Julius, unfortunately, right now, is our best player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it so, sucks, man. Well, you know, me and Ralph were talking about it earlier. We, we, we was just making an observation about um, Donovan Mitchell versus um, Julius Randle. If you look at um, Donovan Mitchell, they, you know, they were down and then they made a rally to the end to, to win the game. But Donovan Mitchell's head was up. His chest was out. You know, just just his his aura and his stature on the court. You know, you take on you take on the personality of your best player. Julius Randle was, was was pouting, walking back and forth, looking like he looking like he shit himself. You know, he just has that bad personality, man. It just rubs off. You know, so when when, when somebody gives me a story, you know, say, hey, yo, I saw him in the store and he was acting like a bitch. You know, sometimes I don't want to hear it, but at the same time, it's very consistent to what we've seen on the basketball court. You know, if, if, pe- if people's personality, you know, like no matter how much they try to hide it from me, it's always going to come out no matter what. You know, so Julius Randle, finally, his true colors is finally, finally popping out, man. Crazy how I got, so shout out to my guy, Small Hoops. Because he keeps, he keeps writing me and he keeps telling me I'm being soft on Twitter spaces. And he keeps saying that I don't give the same energy to spaces I give to regular Twitter. Brother, I don't have the energy no more. That's all it is, man. I, 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 Yo, stay, I, I you're you're a human being, right? Everybody wants you to be a yeah, like, 24 hours a day. I mean, you got to take a break <laughs> sometimes, right? Yeah, man. And, like, I'm sick of just bashing my team, bro. Like, I don't... I, I'm tired of it, bro. I'm so tired, bro. If they're going to tank, then just tank so we can record podcasts that's just us talking about the kids, if they're going to do that. Yeah. Yo, yo, stay, 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 stay. He get crazy on Twitter, but he got, he got a big heart. Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yo, he got a big heart. <laughs> yo, sometimes I'll be looking at Stay, I'm like, yo, I can't believe Stay said that, man. I'm just like, like I'm just like in disbelief, man. Like, What? <laughs> <laughs> I just, yo, man, I just trying to be myself, man. I don't be trying to, I don't be trying to fake a front, man. So, like, this team, I'm drained. Like, I have no energy for this team. Like, I have no energy, man. I, I want them to tank. Before, honestly, I, I really do want the Knicks to tank. I think, God, I can't believe I'm saying this word, man. But I think that's, I think that's the best case scenario for this team. No. Actually, I'm lying. The best case scenario for this team is if the Knicks make a box trade. And we go on the run. That's the best case I got right now, dog. Yo, this is this is my bad. If you were gonna say something, dog. But, um, I feel like what we should do is uh, 
and this is just hypothetical. So, uh-huh. what anybody feels about situations, I get it, but this is just a conundrum of what I think we should do. Mm-hmm. We're already losing, and you already know I'm going with this. But we're already losing with a starting lineup that's not working. Clearly, a bunch of guys that are not on the same timeline. Mm-hmm. You already are headed towards what? We twelve, thirteenth right now. Yeah. With with and and all of our guys are pretty healthy, fairly healthy. You know what I mean? Got some nerve and something like that. You know what I mean? But that all our guys are fairly healthy. In my opinion, you might as well just commit to your youth. Get rid of all of those guys that we've been talking about first. See if someone can take Randall, bring in something that is along the the timeline. RJ, Cam, you get Cam those minutes. You get Grimes those minutes. If you if you somehow retain quickly, but I don't see how that's possible, to be honest with you guys. Um, Be the first kid out the door for me. Who quickly? Yeah, 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 man. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I like, I I really like quickly, but him as the point guard, like, you're going to bring him in as something else. Like, the point guard experiment for me is over. Like, bring him in as something else. Yeah, I don't, I don't dislike him, but stop trying to make him a point guard because he's going to disappoint you like he's been doing. But I digress. Anyway, um, I, I want to stay with the kids, but but we got a new speaker. Um, it's um G F A G. If you if you would like to say something, go ahead, pop in. Man. <laughs> oh my good brother, my third brother, go ahead. Yo, y'all can hear me? Loud and clear, man. Loud and clear. Yo, check this out, man. We trash. <laughs> and, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But but, but the, the thing is, it's easy. It's easy to blame Randall. And say, oh, it's because his energy and attitude. Dude played hard today, man. The last, this is fourth game in a row now. You know what I'm saying? He's not perfect. He's going to make mistakes. But at the same time, he did his job. It's easy to look at him. But I'm going to tell you where the problem is, man. This is a point guard driven league, man. And our starting point guard today played over 30 minutes, shot two for 10, <laughs> one assist, two turnovers. <laughs> you ain't going to win with that, man. You can't win with that. Not when, not when a point guard nah, on the nah, other I'm team sorry, is Donovan Mitchell. Alec Burke is I the mean, greatest point guard in the world. You, you, you can't do it. So we got to look at the basics. Of what what the problem, what the issues are with our team, man. And it's we need more talent, especially at that point guard position. Every night, our point guard is getting sodomized. <laughs> <laughs> it don't it don't matter what other point guard, it, it could be Alvarado. Okay? Sodomy. <laughs> Obviously, if, if Donovan Mitchell is on the other side, that's a sodomy. So that's the problem. It ain't Randall. Not this game. Probably some other games. But the last four games, you got to give it up to him, man. He's been playing hard. He's been doing his job. Obviously, RJ is ascending to the star level. He's 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 giving you that consistent star production right now. 
since 2022 came into effect, we got Star J. But the problem is, like I said, man, if if our point guard is Kimba, we in trouble. If our point guard is Alec Burks, we in trouble. And Tibbs, he ain't wise enough to try a different option. That's all he know. All he know is Kimba. If he don't got Kimba, it's Burks. You know what I'm saying? He he he's an old dude that forgets to take his medicine before every game. He don't know what's going on in the game. All he know how to do is coach hard. And he he got his guys that he want to try to win with. But the game has elevated to the point to where you need a you need a point guard, man. You need a floor general. You need somebody that's gonna make everybody else better. And that's not who we have. So I'm going into these games knowing we we really don't got a shot. You in order for us to win, to beat a team like Utah, the Lakers, Denver. That's coming up. Golden State. We ain't got a shot against those teams unless we get a 50-point performance from Star J or a 40-point triple-double from Randall. Outside of that, we ain't got a shot in these games, man. If we play Alec Burke 30 minutes and he's giving us this future production. One thing I want to say, right? We we do have Derrick Rose. You know, Tom Thibodeau loves Derrick Rose. You know that he's like attached to his tits, you know, and, and all this, right? So my my, my fear, because I, I was talking about this with, with, with Ralph a little earlier, my fear is that the Knicks are waiting for Derrick Rose to come back to fix the point guard problem. What do what do you think about that? Well, we gotta understand, man. Derrick Rose is not coming back until after the All Star break, right? Mm -hmm. So. That's at the end of February, possibly beginning of March. By that time, we 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 take a thorn city. Yeah, we're gonna be dead in the water. Yo, Tramel, I told yo, him, yo. I said I, I wrote today that Nick should just Derrick Rose should just stay out till next season. Yo, 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 I'm gonna be real, bro. Somebody hit me up today and I don't know how credible the source is, so please don't take this with like like super grain of salt, like sea salt. Um I'm hearing that too. He's going to be out after the All-Star break. Ooh, you just made me smile. <laughs> oh, God. They're they saying not, that. They said that they're going, they're going to commit to not the tank, but if they're not going to try to fight for a play-in, then possibly make the play-in and then get spanked in the first round again. And then now you got a whack draft position and you really can't make no moves. And they don't really want to be in that position again is what I'm hearing. If they're already going to be losing. So, that's 50-50. Johnny Bryant would be a successor if that was to suppose, supposedly happen. But that's it's supposed. You know what I mean? It's alleged. It's alleged. So hopefully, hopefully some of that happens. I'm praying to God that happened, yo. I'm yo. praying to God, man. It, this team reached the ceiling with Tibbs. 
Um, much love to Tibbs, man. I respect what he did for us. I respect the, I, I respect the Almighty Four C. But um, it's time to move on, man. Is he ran his course, and he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, can you guys hear me on on this thing? I'm gonna say this about Tibbs, man. He's a good coach. He's a great defensive mind. Problem with him, man, is he's stubborn to a fault. He's slow to adjust. And, man, he's like, I, I, I tweeted this out today. He's like Tom Coughlin at the end of his Giants days. But at the same time, I don't think you fire a coach like Tom Thibodeau in season. I think you finish out the season and wait to the end of the season, and then that's when you evaluate everything from there. What y'all think about that? I can't, I don't, I agree, but I disagree because we evaluated this season. We, like, it, like, what more do you need to see to understand that the almighty fourth seed was a disaster? What, what, like, what more do y'all, what more evidence do y'all need? Because, listen, I'm ready to tank, man. I don't know about y'all. I'm good on the play-in. If we could get De'Aaron Fox for for Randall, I'm very, I'm good with that swap. But if we can't do that, I'm. I'm... I I I would understand waiting out the season, but Tibbs has proven that he's not willing to play the guys in a uh, a development kind of format. He wants to win. You know what I'm saying? So he's not going to play. He's going to put the best guys on the floor. And Yeah, um, guys, there's something going on with the stream here, man. So I think I think we just got cut off. I tried to see if I can get it back. But anyway, for those that are that are watching, man, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of the the YouTube. So if those wanna wanna pop in on a conversation, um, like I said, just follow us on on Twitter. You know, you got Dianix PC as you can see at the bottom of the screen. Dianix PC on Twitter, and um, we can continue to get the conversation on Twitter Spaces, man. So 
Uh, more than likely, I think State is going to start one right now. So, um, you know, take a look uh, for State. State's on Twitter is SNY, SNYK State, right? So you can see it right there on the screen. Make it a little bit bigger so you guys can see. Follow State on Twitter. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll be able to jump in into a Twitter conversation and stuff like that, man. So I'm, I'm going to call it an end for the, for, the, for the broadcast here on YouTube. Thanks for guys for tuning in for two and a half hours talking Knicks um, with, the, with the Knicks in the halftime show and this, that, and the other. Um, let me see what's going on with this. Tibbs, um, yeah, man. Yeah, so definitely, man. Going to Twitter now, man. So I'm going to exit out on, on YouTube. I'll see you guys on the next one. Once again, thanks, thanks again for supporting the next podcast. And I think somebody hit me up on um, – on um somebody just 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 gave me a freaking um what do you call a uh a, a cash app man so I, I gotta find out who that was man i really appreciate you guys for supporting man that's that's amazing so anyway Eru out four fingers to the forehead tucking the thumb salute and i see you guys on the next one man so once again check out on um, twitter you can see states on um, thing there on the top you can also see dire pc on the bottom man so i'll see you guys on the next one peace <laughs>